XM 105, Sirius 206, the Opie and Anthony Channel. The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. Oh, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show. Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty Thursday. It's a new Friday. Kids like to call it. 
New Friday. New Friday. <laughs> By the way, we're doing two for one well drinks. Oh, and, shit, yeah. Uh, it, when we put the wings out, we'll make the announcement. Don't be standing around the table just waiting. Can't help myself. Uh, all right, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, it is a Thursday, and I will tell you, I have a thing about... You know, I feel like this thing of loyalty with the people that I work with. But when I look at what's been going on with ONA, I mean, these guys, when I first met them, were so street and so edgy. And then to hear them today bringing in some Broadway star and talking about Broadway, I just don't get it anymore. What happened? Why are we bringing in stars off the Great White Way to talk about what happens there? That's a whole different scene, man. What's next? We're right around the corner from poets. Is that what we're going to be dealing with? Uh, we're going to bring in opera stars. Well, what even was this guy's name? Mike Tyson. Michael Tyson. Yeah. Oh, Michael, tell us all about Broadway and what it's like. What happens there on the boards? Former heavyweight champion. Of the world. We get anything signed? Yes, we did. We got a boxing glove signed by the former heavyweight champion of the Why world. Why are you gonna say fucking former? Hello, That's the be. fucking champion. He to was me. the last gr- fucking heavyweight. Fuck Lance Lewis. He's a cock. I couldn't agree more. He's a pussy. He's I will tell you, Britain. this is the weirdest thing. I guess it was. 88, 89 when he won the championship, something like that. And it was the last time before they started doing pay-per-view and you would have to go to a theater and watch the Major League uh, thing. And a bunch of us went out and it was in a eight, 9,000 seat place, right? Everybody comes in. It's sold out to see him fight. And... Like 40 seconds later, it was over. <laughs> it's fucking devastating. He was devastating. He was the most aggressive fighter I've ever seen in my life. Now, you know, if you're going to sit down and make the list of fighters, I know you're not going to put him above uh, Ali or whatever, but the fact of the matter is, you called it. That was the last fucking great heavyweight fighter. Uh oh, there's a fight tonight. Everything stops. And all the people who love UFC, it isn't at that place where the whole country is above. above, You know what I mean? It's still kind of a cult thing. But when you had the great heavyweight fights, and actually even back in the 80s, the great middleweight fights, it was like the Super Bowl. It was 100% the same kind of feeling. And you've never um, been in a position of feeling electricity as you do if you happen to be at the championship fight. I can't even imagine that shit. The buzz that fucking goes through that place, everybody is just so fired up. And as a matter of fact, in tomorrow's um, Unmasked with Roseanne Barr, weirdly enough, her and Mike Tyson got close, and we end up talking a little bit about being at the fight where Mike bit Holyfield's ear and how crazy that night gets. And it's really weird. It's like whenever I run into people who've been at that same 
fight because the whole strip went nuts that night. The whole strip was like borderline riot, and they busted up the casinos and shit after the fight was over because so many people were pissed that it ended. A lot of people in the place didn't even know that the air was bitten off. Fuck. They just thought that a fight was stopped. Uh, and they went, you know, everybody had money on it. But um, there was such a feeling of just like, this has got to be the center of the universe. And you felt all the power, like all the light in the universe was just going into that room and everybody was just going nuts. <laughs> There's like no drug, no rave that can get you that crazy feeling. Um, it's amazing, man. Mike Tyson on o and That's some crazy shit. The day after they get Chris Rock. Fucking nuts. I don't know when, when the show has kind of become like the African-American Hall of Fame, but I'm all for it. I don't know. I think Monday... Uh, they got Malcolm X stopping in, and that should be fucking crazy. Right, he's dead. Says you. I don't need correcty correctorson being there the whole time trying to go over thing. When I want a, a fucking just... stat guy, I'll call that guy that used to beat up Dave in high school. Tony Reale. <laughs> I guess he'll... he used to push Dave around. I don't think that happened, or maybe it did. I can't remember. No, of course it didn't happen. I was giving you the opportunity. Dave used to dominate that kid, and now Dave hates him. Because oh, he had a fake, he says he's from Brooklyn or something, and he Staten actually from Jersey. He says, he gives his love, I was from New York. Hey, yo, and like Dave's like, we don't talk that way. South Jersey. We went to a fucking private school in South Jersey. We had brothers teaching us. Not black, by the way. I'm oh. talking about Catholic. All right, uh, Ron and Fez show. Today, I almost couldn't leave my house because I was watching Team Synchronized Swimming. I have so <laughs> fucked up with these awards. Last night, when the Golden Girls won their third medal in a row, That's and they're cool. crying, I'm fucking choking them back. I'm like, look what, you, look what you two ladies have accomplished. They're done. Never to come back. I th I honestly think beach volleyball could make it as a major sport. It's pretty fucking entertaining. It gets bigger every four years. It's a really dramatic sport, and you've got to be, you know, really on top of about 15 different skills to be able to pull that thing off. Not even to mention cardiovascular, you know, yeah, because it's just draining out there. But I was actually looking at that, and I'm thinking, if I had Wimbledon on or beach volleyball, I think beach volleyball is more entertaining. I don't know. I love me some Wimbledon. I mean, it's very... Well, you've got your own mind. I'm not here to change your mind. <laughs> um, let's go over to uh, Richie. Richie, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B. How you doing? Good. Uh, you were talking about uh, pay-per-view. One of the best sporting events I've ever seen is why I went to a big movie theater, the Midway Theater in Queens, in Queens Boulevard, to watch Hearns Hagler. Oh, my God. Like uh, an event. It was an event. One of the best sporting things I've ever watched in my whole life. Well, you know, both those guys were so fucking great. Every one of those guys in the 80s, like the middleweight guys, would have dominated any other age. And then they all were forced to fight each other. Um, Sugar Ray had fought both those guys. It was phenomenal, phenomenal era for for boxing, uh, particularly the lighter rounds. And then, poof, 
It's all but gone now because yeah. it's such a corrupt fucking sport. It's just hard. It's ridiculous. Especially, I guess, you know, the Pacquiao Mayweather has been the biggest story for, what, a fucking the last five or six years? And that's never, you know, it's not going to happen. And, yeah, and you know what's weird is they still become, you know, multimillionaires. There's still a lot of money to be made. Yeah, Mayweather fucking kills it. But the, but the sport just doesn't have the same zip. Doesn't have the same zip. It's the last fight people popped for like, was, I guess, Mayweather... And De La Hoya. And right. That was, uh, was pretty much, you really seen as a boring fucking fight. Cause right, you're a fight fan, right? I fucking love boxing. How many heavyweight champions do we have now, and who are they? I can't even keep up. I know the Klitschko brothers have, I think, most of the belts. Like seven or eight belts there. <laughs> I think they're the boxing tag team champions. And they refuse to fight each other. <laughs> Bing! Because they promised you, their mom. Took you out in the air, didn't it? You took a fucking sniper shot. Bleeding out. Um... Today is uh, the women's soccer championship. We've got to beat the dreaded Japan. But, you know, I was looking last night. There are more women getting gold medals for the U.S. than men. We're back in the head of the medal race. But it's the women that are pushing us ahead. Good work, ladies. I know. We need our girls. We need our soccer girls to do it up and do it upright. There was actually on the iBang just this brutal fight between Canadians and Americans the other day because of Canada and America can't get over that last match. And they were just banging each other around on the iBang. What the fuck? Well, you know, you'd like to think we could all get together. They're so nice. The Canadians are the fucking... They say. Salt of the earth. They claim that they are. Um... Oh, there's a great piece up on the uh, iBank today. It's kind of a picture thing of the silver sucks balls. And it's just people who won silver medals <laughs> just feeling awful about themselves. They should. At least not bronze, Is though. today Hussein Bolt? Hussein, yeah, I think he's run today. Hussein is... Last night, did you watch the 200 meters? No, I missed that. I missed it right, last night. It's 200 meters. It's like basically two football fields, a little more. First 100 meters, he's gone like a bat out of hell. He's so far ahead in the semis. The last 100 meters, he's looking into the stands. He's like running like, it almost looked to me like slow motion Bugs Bunny, where he would go up in the air high. And he just is like, I'm now going to chill, let everyone else get close. That's fucking funny. It's stay at four. And we can't watch it, I'm sure, right? I doubt it. I'm sure, that, yeah, NBC's not going to put this on at 4 o'clock. They're going to save this for prime time. And then I'm going to have to watch it at, like, fucking 5 minutes to 11. Yeah, yeah. They, they know. They know what they're fucking doing. Look at these silver medal things. They're so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's so really... Pissed. When you think of the entire planet, and you're pissed that you're second, but obviously they've been focused on first their whole life. Wow. And I like our little silver medalist because she's doing a, that isn't that special look. She hates the gold medal winner. She fucking hates herself, too, probably at that point. Oh, it's so sad. It is kind of oddly sad. And yet, you know that someday they're going to be happy because they won the silver. But it ain't today. Now, I told you I read this thing the other day. More people are happy with the bronze than they are the silver. Because with the silver, they feel like they lost. With the bronze, they felt like they won the not getting a medal race. They feel like, oh, God, 
I just made it. I got a fucking bronze. Good. Mm. Now I get to go home with something. Throw up in people's faces. Well, bronze is just shitty metal, though. Just, who wants a piece of bronze in the fucking house? Me. I would like to have a fucking bronze medal. I, I would take, take I'd it. take a bronze medal in rowing right now. I'd walk off that field of whatever sport I was competing in. Now, the weird thing, too, is that once the track and field started, you see how much more like that is the Olympics. Like, we watch all the swimming and diving. And, oh, isn't that fun? But once it gets to track and field, like, you're like, like, holy it. shit. That's right. This is the Olympics. Um, women's soccer airing at on NBC Sports at 2.30. So that doesn't mean NBC. No. It's the... There are other random sports. Do you channel. have it? We don't have it. Then we got to get up on the fucking internets. Get me the fucking feeds. And we have to have that complete. So I got every fucking... I even have NBC Special. I don't even know where that fucking thing came from. The fuck? That's why I keep watching basketball on. Basketball game yesterday. I tell you, at the beginning of every game, I'm worried we're going to lose. Fucking Kobe had to turn the fuck on. Well, he did yesterday. He started to fucking pull it together. Drain some threes. But uh, he certainly doesn't look like the old Kobe. But LeBron is like the fucking beast. The beast of Miami. Him and Carmelo. Carmelo's fucking killing it, too. But what kind? What cable do we have here? Are we Time Warner? I believe we're Time Warner, but I I know, I know what channel it is when NBC Sport is on Time Warner, and we don't have it on here. Channel twenty. It's... What the fuck? <laughs> it's fucked up. I can't stand this fucking system. Sometimes I look up here and he'll just have like fucking six Fox News going. I go, I can already see it. <laughs> What is that supposed to be? I think this is CNN. CNN could never be that ugly. It's called In Business or something, right? Is that fucking CNN? It's saying In Session. Jesus. It's talking about the Drew Peterson trial. Jesus. Well, I hope I hope he gets the death penalty. Good. I hope everyone gets the death penalty now, no matter who they are. You fucking jaywalking, I hope you get the death penalty. I can't even bring a sniper in on that one. I was fucking dying to. Um, the sad, sad, the silver socks balls crew <laughs> is out there. It's a crying Asian woman. I don't even think the rest of us have anything that we could compare it to. Because at least, like, with baseball, football, you're like, okay, well, we got a good foundation for next year. But to have to know, I got to sit. Like, the, a girl last night. It was a gold medal she won. The prior two, she had won silvers. Wow. It's fucking... Silver, silver, years. and then finally gold. Which is probably a lot better than gold, silver, silver. And they've just... And they've, I'm sure... And they spend like four years just racing or doing whatever their event is and bullshit fucking world championships or whatever that just no one gives a fuck about. No well, one in Europe it. they do. In Europe they draw big. But if you look at that thing last night... Uh, they got what seventy five to eighty thousand people going batshit over track and field, and those guys were basically going, "No one knows me. I get here, everyone goes crazy. Tomorrow I'm going to go back to my job as an elementary school teacher." Train on the weekends. Um, Brian, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, a little update on the men's decathlon. It's now two Americans uh, on top of the standings. Ashton Eaton is up. 
at like 90 points on Trey Hardy. It's going to be tight. they got three events left. And Jesus. But it's really down between the two of them? Really pretty much, yeah. Like, like I said, 90 points separating them. Uh, and you only got three events left, pole vault, javelin, and then the big 1,500 meters. It's got to be so awful just to have the pole vault thrown in there. Because none of the skills, you know what I mean? Like, none of your skills in any of the other events... Are going to help you. Yeah, they don't help at all. And it's such a bizarre sport. Well, that's why Eaton, he's, he's a great runner, but his worst event so far was the discus. He was like 22nd in the discus. He's been first and second in every other event, but the discus just totally screwed him. Well, that's the thing about that sport. You can't be great in 10 of them. You know what I mean? You can hope to be... Focus on a couple and dominate those, I guess? Yeah, I mean, you're going to hope to do really well in, like, seven of the events. Well, he's that guy's a natural runner. Like, that's what yeah. he does. So, yeah, all the, the field stuff, like what's coming up, pole vault and javelin, he's just got to survive and then, you know, go big on the, the running side. And what is the last event? Is The very last one's the 1,500 meters. And But people don't understand... When you train for 1,500 meters, it's totally different than if you train for 100 meters. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's totally right? different. It's endurance training. Uh, skill. You would say endurance, except for they run pretty full out now Fuck. at 1,500 meters. Well, and also, it's going to be the last event out of 10, spaced yeah. across two days. So you're already worn out all over your body now. Yeah, go ahead and do uh, four, four laps around the track. Yeah, everything has got to hurt. Everything has got to hurt. Thanks, guys. And then you show up for that. Just burnt the fuck out. I think that the the fact that we're doing so well has to do with Bruce Jenner being on Sirius. I think it's got a big thing to do with it. Because they're all listening. And they're like, oh, yeah, Bruce is right. Bruce the man. Fuck the TV show. Um, we've got up uh, one of the more bizarre... Events that you can look at on the iBang, unless NBC has already pulled it, and that's the walking event, which it it is the only sport where I guess restraint plays a very very big part in it. The walk, the yeah, the the race walk. Um, it looks like it should be held in a mall, like the old people. Yeah, that you that get there like at seven a.m. and start making laps. Do they do laps or they just go back and forth? I guess it depends on the side of the <laughs> right, mall. That looks fucking crazy. You've never seen it before. You can't break that with hooks. Somebody went down. <laughs> How do you fall walking? I mean, this is the only sport that's barely above a nap, and they say it's exhausting because you've got to keep. Something on the ground all the time. It's like a heel-toe thing. You cannot break that. Oh, so that's why they have that weird fucking shimmy that they're fucking... Yeah, it's like when you see the trotters run. I'm going to put it in a language that you can understand. All right. So you can't break that trot. Now, you can see that one guy looks like he's starting to run. Doesn't (laughs) that the guy behind him? But the judges watch you, and I believe something has to be on the ground all the time. But I'm going to put this out here. Would you consider this sport? Because you look at the Olympics and you wonder what is sport and what is game. And most of the people out there that follow the Olympics would say to us, well, football, that's not a sport. What the fuck? Yes, it is. Crazy assholes. I mean, you look at football, there's so much stopping. Yeah, there's a lot of stopping. stopping. 
But there's a lot of Stopping. fucking shit fucking involved in there otherwise. All right, so for you, Hicks, and I'll open this up to everybody, and we'll put it up as a quick question as well. What is sport, and what is also not sport? Like, ping pong, to you, is that a sport? It's, like, it's a game. It's just, it's just it's a game. They're standing still with hand-eye coordination. But is te- tennis is a sport. Tennis is a sport, yes. <laughs> tennis is a sport. I, wa- takes- I think when you play ping pong or I play ping pong, it's a game. I think when they play it, it's a sport. Me, uh, no, me, it's, 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 just, it's a hobby. It's an elevated hobby. They just but fucking, I'm they watching these guys. The hand-eye, again, has to be amazing. Yeah. But they're 18 feet away from that thing, bringing it back to hit it. Would you consider archery a sport? Archery, archery is a sport. Archery is a sport. You're just sitting. Yes, but it's taking yeah, your coordination. <laughs> it's, it's the same as ping pong. That's no, not. There's less moving. Um, Kevin, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Walking, is, how that's an Olympic sport is beyond me. But the question I have is, who the hell judges this? Like, where do you go to school to learn to become a walking judge? Well, the reality of it is these guys do that all the time, and supposedly at the end of it, they're absolutely exhausted from this thing. Uh, you can see it's fairly long. They're doing 50K, I think. This this was it. So that's, what, like 20 miles or something? I'm kilometers. not sure. I can't break down the Ks of the miles. I hate all that stuff. Fucking metric when system. someone says that I go to 5K, <laughs> I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> um, let's go over here to Ian in Jersey. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, ping pong is a sport if it's called table tennis. Well, that can't be. We can't go by wordplay here. Bullshit. But see, the difference that I have with Chris Stanley is I got to figure that the people at the Olympics have looked at this. They've decided, yes, this is a sport. We're in the full-time sports business. It's not. It's a fuck. It's it's a goddamn. The fact that you're going to put archery, which is really just about having a great eye, Locking in, knowing how to fucking win conditions, all that shit. You gotta yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah, well, there's no win conditions when you're playing fucking ping pong. No, they're inside. Somebody opens a door and the fucking ball takes off in the other direction. Oh, it's open doors. It's uh, Sean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, uh, I'd say it's a sport. I'd actually enjoy it if they made it part of a triathlon, where you jumped up and down on the trampoline twenty times and walked really fast across the field. And play the game of uh, badminton. All right, see, now you're going in a whole different direction here. Come People on. are busting balls. Come on. We're trying to break something down seriously and stay on top of it. Is this, why are these people th- swimming through this shitty, muddy water? Are they escaping? Is that the Cameroon team escaping? <laughs> I guess this must be some kind of triathlon. I don't like a triathlon when you use a river. I feel like you got to be in the ocean for the triathlon. Because I like when they come out of there salty and they're all fucked up from that. <laughs> um, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Andrew, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi. Your phone sucks, dude. I'm sorry, buddy. All right, go ahead. Try it again. All right, hey. Listen, some of the sports you got to be good at moving. Other sports, archery and shooting, you're good at not moving. How's that a sport? It is a really interesting point to that, that ping pong, you do have to have cardiovascular to keep that thing going. Archery, obviously you don't. What about this stuff with any kind of target shooting with, with uh, guns? You consider that a sport? I, I, if I consider an archery sport, then yeah, that's a sport too. I so, think but, there's a difference between archery and like rifle shooting. Archery, you actually, you need arm strength. 
to work that apparatus. You need arms shooting. To get you're just sitting there pulling that straight. By the way, the apparatus is called a bow. Um, and Indian women could have done it. I never saw a guy going. I just can't pull the bow back anymore. I've got to leave the sport. Gina Davis is a fucking big archer. She was. She's come very close yeah. to making the Olympics. It was the last Olympics. Everyone was like, oh, shit. Um, now, this is interesting. I'm l- l- reading over on the Interbank. See if this doesn't change your mind. This is from D Space Moonrocks. Right. I knew a teen Olympic walker. She showed me her breasts in a hot tub. They were glorious. Does that change your mind at all? No, it doesn't. Well, I'm I'm happy that you got to see her breasts. Yeah, I'm sure they were nice. Uh, it doesn't. They're, they're fucking speed walking. Joe, you're on the Run of Fez show. Joe. Yeah, what's up, Ronnie? Uh, we're going over what's a sport, what's not a sport. Uh, well, I think that a sport is one of two things. It has to include either cardiovascular or defense. What do you think about that? There is a lot to be said about that. Which would now, Fez, take diving off because there's no defense in diving whatsoever. Uh, Maybe if they let the other team try to hit the guy with a ball on his way down. (laughs) But there are a lot of people who believe that a sport has to have a defense because what is the whole point of having everyone show up at the same time if no one's defending the other one? And I know you're a big diving guy, so I'm going to let you grab the mic Defend diving. Diving uh, takes all kinds of conditioning. It's not what we're talking about. It's the defense. Yeah, all right. Well, you're basically defending yourself against the water. That's crazy talk. No, you have to try to go in and not make a splash. That's not defending yourself against the water. The point is, two human beings, like Chris Stanley could be the best, you know, shooter in the world. Right. Let's take it this way. A three-point shooting competition that we have, that's not a sport. That's a game that athletes play for fun. The slam dunk contest is a game athletes play for fun because you take Chris Stanley, if he could shoot from the outside all day long until somebody's rushing at him, putting a hand in his face, that completely changes (laughs) everything that he's done. It's going to fuck my game up, Ron. No, this is maybe taking shit. this away. This thought is taken away from diving for me and uh, synchronized swimming, gymnastics. Track and field. Is it, there's not really any defense. Trey has track and field. Of course, you're running, running against the other guy. It, you have to be able to sit there, and they change your head during the game. Oh, the way man. that they run their race is going to change your game. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to Kyle. Kyle, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ron Fest. Uh I would say anybody that's like 60 or older that can beat a 20-year-old or 25-year-old, that is not a sport. That's a game. All right, so let's take this to NASCAR, where you, uh, can, you can stay in that game older at NASCAR. Do you not consider that a sport? I don't really consider that a sport. That's more of a game. As far as, I mean, it's racing. You're better than somebody, but still... And another thing is you shouldn't be judged either. Anything that's judged, I don't think should be a sport either. It's a really tough thing, and I had that thing with Fez when he tried to say who was the greatest gymnast of all time because she got tens, but that was really just had to do with those three judges. Do we know if three other judges 
would have said that that was perfect. And the thing that made that perfect is they didn't see somebody else do something better that year. You're still perfect uh, about where the competition is at the time. But if some guy runs out and runs a 9-2, and, you know, that's something that's going to be hanging around for 50 years, you can say, look, you're still not better. You still are not better than that guy. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Matt, Texas. You're on Ron Fez. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Uh, the Olympic credo is Sitius, Altius, Fortius, uh, faster, higher, stronger. Uh, the decathlon is a perfect standardized test of what is an actual athletic event. And it gets no publicity in the United States, hardly. It makes for the, the greatest athlete in the world. I don't think you could take away the fact that when that happens, that guy who wins the gold is the greatest athlete in the world. Ten uh, events, Jesus. two days? Um, no. There's only two big events, and everything else is, you know, nice and fun, fun but it's 100 meters, and it's the decathlon. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, let's go over here to Charlie. What do you got, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, uh, walking's got to be a sport. I mean, if Fez was trying to... I don't think Fez could uh, run as fast as those guys would walk. He'd probably shut himself if he tried. Um, There's probably a lot of truth to that. (laughs) There's probably some amount of truth that if you're not in shape... And you go go out against some of those walkers. I ain't walking 50K. These guys are collapsing by the time they're done with it. So you're going sport for them? I'm going sport. Yeah, it's just a different form of track. Well, there's no doubt about it. It is a different form. um, Because you're not going as fast as you can humanly go. But it's all endurance and cardiovascular. I understand that, but we also don't have a guy at a fucking rowing machine and saying that that's a sport. Or a guy on a treadmill and saying that's a sport. It's the Olympic treadmill. I mean, this is probably, they say it's a very healthy thing to do for yourself. I like how they have those little showers set up. Yeah, right? I would take a fucking bar of soap out and act like, ah, I'm just kidding. Seriously, I want to win this thing. (laughs) Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ray, Louisiana, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, is bull riding a sport since you're timed and then you're also judged if you get past eight seconds? Well, here's the thing about bull riding that's always tough for me to figure out, is that the bull is rated as well. So how do we know, you know, like there's some bulls that are crazier, right? yeah, crazier, angrier than the other bulls. But how do we know he's going to behave like that every single time? That is, now, by the way, Bull riding is one of the most amazing things in the world to watch. And if you ever get the chance to see it live, I highly recommend it. They have it at fucking Madison Square Garden like once a year. They'll have like the rodeo fucking comes in and they'll do the fucking. It's, it's crazy. I went there once a few years ago. It's it terrific. Fucking crazy. And that thing has been coming to Madison Square Garden well over 100 years. I mean, it's just been there for like crazy amounts of time. And it's terrific. I got to admit. I don't like them wearing helmets. It just... I like a guy in a cowboy hat. A helmet's pussy. I don't know if it's pussy not to want to lose your brain. It's pussy. Come on, you're a fucking cowboy, and you're in the rodeo. Don't wear a helmet. If anyone's wear a helmet, it's the fucking goddamn clown. Um... 
that asshole's fucking running around running interference. You calling him a pussy? No, no, I'm calling. I'm saying he should be wearing a fucking helmet. Oh, my thing for the clown is, you really need the clown makeup. <laughs> Why can't you just be a dude out there doing daring shit? The clown makeup fucks you up. Um, let's go over here to Jack. Jack, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I'm thinking it's the other way around. I think you don't say you're going to a football sport or a basketball sport. You say you're going to a basketball game. I think it's like a track. Do you ever say sport. you're going to a track sport or a swimming sport? That yeah, but see, semantics has nothing to do with any of this. I'm talking about what's actually going down on the field of play or whatever the hell. <laughs> field of field play. of play, yeah. Or whatever the hell. <laughs> you will leap in having nothing. I got it all. Um, let's go over here to Brett. Brett, you're on the run of Fez show. Ron, Olympic Games are war games. They were preparation for war. That's why rowing is an Olympic sport. That's how the Greeks kicked the Persians' ass. Well, yes and no. I mean, quite frankly, they considered sport... Yeah, I mean, I guess all sport, no matter what you're doing, is a way not to have a fight or a war in a larger sense. But the reality of it is they had a heightened place where they would actually stop their wars and say, look, something's a little more important than this war. We're going to be playing sports. Did you, uh, where did you go? Did you get my note? No, I didn't. So why would you leave then? Because I thought I knew what we needed. Write down what you thought you know what we needed, because I'm very curious about that. Um, let's go over here to Nora. You're on the Run of Fez show. Laura? Yeah. Uh, Ronnie, I know that you're a huge Drum and Bugle Corps fan. Uh, I've often heard you talk about the Madison Scouts. Now, Drum Corps is considered not a sport, but it should be because it's very athletic, very um, cardiovascular. We run around a football field uh, 10 to 12 minutes, and I know it's not an Olympic sport or going to war, but I... Certainly considered a sport. I, I think I would consider it closer to an art form like dance. It's like pageantry. You, you have to be in phenomenal shape to dance, but no one calls that a, a sport either. That's true. So it's a it's a fine art form, and I got news for you. I got a little problems that with how fucking dancey it's getting these days, <laughs> and how many things that they go pulling out. You know, I don't want to see props. I'm not at the Macy's Day Parade. All right? You should get out to a show soon, Ronnie. Uh, I was at one uh, not too long ago. But I want to see some drum and bugle. (laughs) I don't want to see a bunch of people carrying shit out. No, it got so elaborate. Oh, yeah, it's nuts now. (sighs) Uh, Just keep it simple, everybody. Nothing ever has to be glee. There's no singing, right? There's just drumming. Would you stop worrying about that when we're doing fucking... Olympic, what is a sport, what is it? Okay. Drum corps, not a sport. Run walking, not a sport. Archery, sport. If it's not a sport, why is it at the fucking Olympics? Why do people who sit around and judge things go, this is an Olympic sport? It doesn't make any sense. It shouldn't be in there. They should fucking So you now know more than the people running the Olympics. I feel like I do, yeah. On this one fucking category, yeah. All right, I didn't Shit. know. In the Winter Olympics, I like watching curling. I don't think it's a fucking sport. Uh, Aaron, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hello? Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, well, to touch on all the points we've made is, like, look at like something like chess, 
where it has an offense, a defense. You don't need to judge because there's a clear winner. And at the highest point, these guys are burning like six, 7,000 calories a day because their minds are working so hard. I'm going to go over here to Chris. Do you consider chess a sport? It's a game. Then why was it on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Why does ESPN cover it? That's my, that's my thing about it. Because it's popular. And they have to appease Guess people. Guess what? Who like- Justin Bieber's popular, but they'll never go, we're going to do an hour show on Justin Bieber. You're not even making sense anymore. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Mark, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I think in uh, Rio in 2016, they're going to put in, in golf. Is that a sport? Uh, again, I'll use the same thing. ESPN covers it. It was on Sports Illustrated. It's a sport. Now, you can play well into your 50s and 60s, Yeah, but I thought that was part of the thing of, oh, it, there's no cardiovascular, old guys shouldn't be able to. They got to walk around that goddamn course. They got to walk around that goddamn course. You think that They're that's difficult? From hole to hole, keeping their shit together. And Do they don't at any kind of speed? No, no. They're, they're, they're leisurely They're literally walking. walking. As if they were in the park. Well, it was, then why? All right, then why did they not let them use fucking carts? If it was, if it was so easy. Because it's embarrassing. All right, it's so fucking embarrassing. Um, Hadrag Johnny. Oh boy. Hey. Uh, now, Ronnie, with that logic, is the spelling bee a sport because ESPN covers it? Oh, I'm gonna have to say yes. It's an incredible sport. I just got. I got now. I got to defend my fucking place. No, I was. I was so comfortable with my ESPN thing. I'm just. It's you know. It's, it's cool to watch, but an, an Olympic spelling bee would be really tough because of the languages. But um, did you guys talk about the dressage thing, like the horse thing? Like, I, I don't. I watched it the other day. The guys riding around the horses, jumping over fancy things, or walking funny, or whatever. But. Is that, I mean, who's the athlete, the horse or the rider? Like, uh, the rider. All right, let's just go with this. Do you consider jockeys athletes? Yeah, jockey's an athlete. All right, so how's this different? I wasn't saying dressage wasn't a fucking sport. You're saying it is? Yeah, it's a sport. I I saw, I've been watching it. He has to train the animal and he has to use his body to use, as crazy and silly as it sounds and looks. It's fucking, I'll say it's a Do sport. Do you remember, imagine that you just used train the animal? It's a train as, the animal. Right, but is there any other sport that you have to train the animal? No, that's what makes it harder. Cause it's right, not what human. about the people who ride fucking dolphins down the SeaWorld? Are they now, that's seriously, just, are they athletes? That's a job. They're not, they're, well, yeah, they're, they're swimmers. What about the circus, though? They train the elephant, so now the circus is a sporting event or is it entertainment? Oh, that's, shit! It's entertainment! They're trying to entertain the people. There's no competition of best circus. Johnny, you're in the fucking bubble already. You might not be in our league for this hard questioning. It's like fucking answering the phone and having 60 minutes there. It's like shame, shame on you. I'm just trying to think about, you know, I mean, I happen to think that I can't, I just, you could probably get the horse to do the same thing without a rider on it. No, you couldn't. Bullshit. That you couldn't. Bullshit. That fucking horse would break and take off and just go over and start eating some oats. But it would be better if you could have a defense, if you could throw carrots in front of the fucking horse and try to get him to break. I really think this thing about a defense is more important than most other things when it comes to the, to saying. I, I just, I don't you okay, Johnny? 
Oh, no. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. There's a train going. Yeah, what'd you do? Now. Try to fucking beat it? Did you go running in front of it? <laughs> Dumb bodies? No, that would have to be a sport, running in front of a train. Oh, I would be. I was pretty good at that when I was Train younger. jumping should be fucking smart. Yeah, I would do it, but only when it was going really slow, and I never stayed on more than like 100 yards, and I'd jump back out again. It's pretty cool, though. All right, this is the thing of the Olympics and having a fucking... It looks like some kind of a dodgeball in your hand. About a handball? Yeah, no, this is where they, they're they doing kind of um, gymnastics, but you got to have a Frisbee or a fucking ball in your hand. Um, it would be... Rhythmic gymnastics. They have, what about the girls now? Next will be the dudes and the girls with the ribbon. All right, I'm going to ask you, do you consider gymnastics a sport? Yeah, oh, I, I think that not only do I consider that a sport, but and I, I know that people hate this, but pound for pound, strongest athletes are the gymnasts. They are, I mean, you watch a guy do an iron cross on a set of rings, the strongest man in the world in these, these strongman competitions couldn't do that for a tenth of the time that these little, tiny, little athletes Well, here, But here's the thing. Do you ever watch men's gymnastics? I never do. Giant likes the bulges. I never do. I just, I'm sitting there going, why would I watch this? The girls come on, I'm fucking spellbound. But the guys come on, I'm like, whatever. It's, I feel yeah. creepy watching Your fucking dudes. long pants are too odd. <laughs> <laughs> well, these athletes, you know, I, I'm still, I'm... The, the, these outfits that they wear in some of these sports really need to be a little updated or changed just for viewing comfort. I mean, I feel awkward watching the girls' gymnastics at some point because it just doesn't look right. That makes Why? you dirty. That makes you're, you fucking dirty. You're a bad man. They're fine and you're wrong. You're a bad man. you got bad thoughts. Fucking lasered on there? Dude, what do you want? Like a tattoo in their forehead? I think it looks old school and nice. I'm like, here, clip your name on. They know their names already. They put their names on. They don't want to I don't know their names. Yeah, not everyone's fucking up on the entire world athletes, Johnny. Not all of us are running fucking hard rocks all over the world. The fuck? And fucking pulling Springsteen off when he's trying to jam with the Beatles. And Adam, no one wants to hear you in a Beatle. Uh, no, but I'm saying, like, Allison Felix gets her uniform two months before. Her name is still Allison Felix. They can throw her fucking name on it. Not everybody's watching every second like you, Johnny. Some people work. No, but what I'm saying is, why do you got to tape the name on there? Just write it on there. But, you know, they give them a number for their latest assignment. Because they're using those jerseys later. Exactly. They're going to reuse them. Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants an Olympic gold medal winner's name on their fucking new old shirt. All right, Johnny. All right, boys. All right, Johnny did fuck me up there on that fucking spelling bee thing. I can't use that anymore. Um, uh, here's Brian. Brian, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ron. Yeah. Uh, they don't call them Olympic sport. They call everything Olympic games. Stop with the semantics. It's just fucking ridiculous. It's just dumb. Anyone who calls in and brings up the name games, when the word game was around before sport. The weird thing is, and this is hard for us to believe, most of the world does not look at American football and think that it's sport. The other weird thing is, they look at American basketball and say, this is fantastic. We need to teach our children to play this wonderful American sport. Like We're that. fucking mind blown by that. 
Well, fuck it. I, football will never catch on in the rest of the world. No, they just don't want it. It's it's actually caught on too much here. You know what I mean? Like when you look at it, and it is, it's a great fucking game, and we all enjoy it. But it should never be that much popular, more popular than all these other sports. It dwarfs everything else. It's fucking crazy. By far, man. nothing even comes close. Um, Brian, you're on running fez. Hey, Ronnie, what's going on? Hey, um, I think if you break a sweat doing it or you have to warm up in order not to injure yourself, I think it's a sport. All right, so you're saying being questioned by the cops is a sport now. Uh, yeah, I told you where I was. <laughs> I was with a couple other fellas. No, I can't reach them right now. Well, you see, they got on a steamer ship. That's right, a steamer ship. Um, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um, Rogan in Canada, you're on run fez <laughs> I think that cop comment was hilarious. I was Thanks. thinking about that, too. Um, this whole is fill-in-the-blank activity of sport, or is so-and-so an athlete. Now, I think we're getting hung up on that. And it, I think it all stemmed from this cheerleading thing years ago. Is cheerleading a sport? All this jazz. And talking about the Olympics, I don't think we should consider these things sports or not, which some people love to beat their heads against the wall for it. It's just that it's as simple as these are competitions. It's just competitions. That's what I think. Well, but you're saying there should be no definition of sport then? I think we've beat our heads against that wall too long. We're hung up on it. I think we've got to move on from that. You're right. It is dividing humanity. It's tearing <laughs> us apart. You know what? He's, you know, Rogan from Canada is correct. Yeah. We're all friends here. Why are we sitting around year nice. after? Too much blood has been spilled. Too many tears have been shed. It's all up. just competitions. Perhaps we could build a new philosophy, a new religion, based on Rogan from Canada. On him. Where only hockey and ice fishing are sports. Or running away from Eskimos. That's a sport. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um... Let's go over to Will. Will, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, buddies. Um, I, I think the main reason that American football won't catch on anywhere is because it costs too goddamn much to play at a higher level. You know, by the time that you've bought all the equipment, you know, even colleges have to shell out, you know, a couple million bucks to keep a program going. You're not going to see that in Africa or South America. Now, well, that, place, that does, what, what you're saying doesn't even make sense because... They would be playing it at a lower level and not even worried about the higher level. You also need millions of dollars to keep a, a basketball program running on the higher level, but so what? You could also start a rec league. Doesn't matter. I think they just don't like sports where you can't see the athletes' faces. Like, they like their soccer personalities. The, the football players go out there, helmet, face mask. They don't see what's going on with their faces. And they just can't get into it. They have that um, stupid fucking fencing, though. They have no problem with that. You can't see shit in those fucking stupid masks. Face. I'm like his hard rock Johnny. I come up with one little fucking thing and brings down his whole tower of bullshit. Just like Johnny did to me. And that's why Johnny's out of our league.
Good. We don't want him in our league. Good fucking riddance. I know a couple people that want to get in. I think would be perfect for us. Who's who's trying to get in? Laura from Booking would be great for us. I think Dana is showing a lot of fucking smarts. That's happening. She loves hockey. That's going to transfer over to the football. What about Joe, the security guy? Joe can fucking. He'd be great. Oh, Mr. Ron, how are you, Mr. Ron? Who are you going to pick in the draft? Hey, Mr. Ron, look at you. Hey, look at you. You got your hair and your shoes and everything. All right. All right, buddy. Oh, he's great. Yeah, remember 57th Street? Sure do, Joe. All right. I wish I could see you fellas more. They got me in here late at night. They bring me in for the rappers. You know, because I get along with everybody. Oh, my God. Fucking Blowhard wrote a goddamn book. He wrote a book. Lord's a madman. I wonder if that's the real blowhard, though. No, it can't be. Because he went and brought up the Brooklyn Dodgers. Uh, Ed in Jersey, you're on the Run Fest show. Hey, I want to ask Fezzy if he thinks deer hunting is a sport. Well, bow hunting, I believe you think, is a sport, correct? Bow hunting, I would say, is a sport. Rifles. Oh! oh, come on. That shocks me. I thought the killing of a deer was so awful. It is. It's horrible. But... So then would you consider girl raping a sport? No, They run away while you try to grab them? No. How about deer raping? No, that's not a sport either. You'd rather see a deer killed than raped? You're sick. Oh, my God. You're fucking finally sick. I don't even know if they'd know like what rape is, you know? I want to know what rape is. I'll tell you this. They're not... They might not like it, but they're not going to feel bad about it later and be like, you know, upset. No, they're like, they probably remember it happened like a fucking hour later. Like, I don't fucking think that an animal ever remembers anything. <laughs> so I don't think you can really rape an animal. You know how like when you come home and a dog's all happy to see you? Sure. I think that's because they think they're seeing you for the first time and they're just meeting you. Fuck. And they're not even used to your species. So they're like, oh my god, I I just discovered a new species. I'm jumping up and down with excitement. Good dog. By the way, the picture's up on the iBang. They said that the dog that's on the Mars has uh, been biting at the rover, trying oh. to get it. No. And they did see it piss, which now they mean, they they think that for sure that it's a mammal. And then the other thing NASA said... Which I thought was odd was if it bleeds, we can kill it. Maybe we, we don't want to kill it. We want to, you know, fucking bring it back to Earth. Possibly study it. Why would we want to bring something back that might have a disease that could destroy the whole planet? Quarantine that motherfucker. It is quarantined. It's up there on Mars. No, no, we bring it down here so we can study it, but keep it in the quarantine box. Yeah, because we've done a great uh, fucking job taking things out of their national environment, bringing it someplace else and studying it. That's been very helpful to the species. You know something? Yeah. You being fucking part horse, a centaur. Human. A, I'm all human. A human centaur. No. It embarrasses me that you want to keep making the same mistakes that we've made so many times. <sighs> A, I'm a human being. I'm not a fucking person. You can spend a week with Rogan from Canada and learn a couple things. 
And if we brought it back here, it would probably explode or something, just like we would on Mars. If we were, like, outside. Oh, maybe not. Grandma has a point. We would explode on Mars if we were outside. Happened in Total Recall, the first one. What about the second one? Haven't seen it yet. So I heard it's fucking great. Can't wait. I heard it's just the best thing that ever happened. <laughs> that sounds really good. Um, Turtle, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Maha, Ron and Fez. How you guys doing? None your business. The, <laughs> of course. The, uh, the problem with taking football that, uh, globally is that the guys that are out there who, are, who would watch football are already watching rugby in you know, New Zealand, South Africa, Wales, and England. There's, you know, they've got nothing to gain by picking it up. There's a lot of other places that don't watch rugby either. You know, there's the N, the NFL so wants to grow their sport worldwide. It's all they think about. They can't get any bigger in the United States. Babies come out of their mothers with fucking wearing jerseys. <laughs> it's a total fucking obsession. And then we're like, like if you were in Philadelphia and someone like, well, just the doctor comes out. Oh, how is a doctor? Is it a boy or girl? Um, there's been a problem. Oh, God. The baby was born with a Cowboys jersey on. Um, we're going to see what we can do. This has happened before. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a Cowboys fan. <laughs> and you're just fucking glaring at your wife. This is your family's fault. Uh, Alex, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I think you can determine if something's a sport if the athletes have to be in shape. You know, models have to be in shape. Dancers have to be in shape. What's that got to do with anything? Come on, man. The way he's saying it, Hooters has the fucking greatest athletes in the world. They don't even have the best wings. <laughs> Paulo's coming, calling in today. Yeah, Paulo's calling in. Why well, turn my life into a nightmare? Well, he got back from his cruise, so he's good to go. Gay cruising. Couldn't be the gay cruise. Fez, you ever go cruising like a gay cruise? I've never done that. No. You should. Maybe you're not gay. I mean, that must just be a fucking, just a fuck boat. Just people just going nuts. The fuck boat. I mean, the gay cruise, like going out just to get laid, cruising oh. around. The way cruising used to be when the world had some amount of hipness still left in it. Hip is left fucking faster than the rainforest, and yet no one seems to give a shit. We're losing 40 acres of hip every fucking day. Oh, my God. Did you ever go out cruising? Putting no. on your fucking leather? No. Just going out looking to get laid. No, I never did that. You know what part of your problem is? What's that? The way you got your fucking hair greased down today like Dear Sweet Waldo from the old fucking Van Halen thing. Dear Sweet Whoa, no. I was going hot for teacher if you fucking needed it. If that's what you're after. Earl's coming in here tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I asked him to fucking look over the producers. Pips, you better be fucking ready because he's going to come in with white gloves. Well, black gloves. I want he refuses to wear white. I want the black man to bring it. All right. You've heard him sing it. Let's see if he can bring it. 
Good. We never put up the fucking sound for the part we want. Um, no, we missed it. So that's the beauty of it. Don't let me hang it. You just left me hanging again. He's just leaving me hang. I'll fucking manage Earl's vibe if he really fucking wants it. What are you saying? You're gonna whip his ass? <laughs> He's coming looking over the looking over the producers. If I remember correctly, he had a breakdown. <laughs> On the air, out of nowhere. <laughs> no, that's because the amount of Febreze that was sprayed. <laughs> no nobody could work with that amount of Febreze. Looking back, I guess he had a Febreze addiction and he was just I forget it. what well the first time that he did it. It was so great. He was leaving the room and fainted in the doorway with the door. It was some amount of pressure that he had on him. Somebody was balked or some bit had to be taken care of. How come you never crack from pressure, Hicks? Ah, it's, it's, you guys gotta, well, see, I drink heavily, so that means that's the pressure release, you know? Because Earl doesn't drink, you didn't masturbate, you didn't have a girlfriend. All I did was watch the Yankees and fucking make phone calls and stay in the fucking studio 18 hours a day. So, he didn't have anything outside of it to really ever fucking let it, let it out. He would have fucking freakouts and fucking Dave sometimes. You get into fights with everyone. That was the best. <laughs> Dave and Earl fighting was the fucking highlight of my life. <laughs> and the funny thing is Dave never cared. And Earl cared so much. Oh, fuck. Now, here's the thing. The Dave Fez fights were never fun. That got fucking weird. Yeah. Also, Fez got really pissed at her off a few times. Like, fucking, even like after the show, Fez had been drinking and fucking... That just, would be after a drinking show. Would just, we had to hold him back once. Fez doesn't drink anymore because his shrink has uh, told him that he's an alcoholic. Do you believe you're Do you an think alcoholic? you are? I don't think I'm an alcoholic. I don't think I can drink, but I don't think I'm an alcoholic. Do you tell him that? Yes. And But then you don't drink? No. No, I don't drink because I get, I do get, like Chris was saying, pissed off. But do you think that's because of the medication you take or something in your brain? Yeah, I no, I think it's because of medication I take. I think it's from being a diabetic. Yeah, okay. you shouldn't drink. It's it, but once you start to bring up those two things, like that probably is like a match near fucking gasoline. Maybe he just doesn't want you to drink, and he's lying to you. Yeah, I don't think my body can handle alcohol, but my body's also not craving alcohol. It's you not, never feel the need, like oh man, I wish I could have a drink right now. There are times, like when football season starts. I'm going to be thinking, yeah, a beer would be great right about now. But nothing to where I feel like I have to run out and get it. Where it would taste fantastic right now watching a game. But we're not talking about having a beer and the taste of a beer. We're talking about it would be great to fucking tie one on right now. Let's light it up. Oh, no. No, it, no, it never feels... You never have, feeling. have a feeling where you're like, I wish I could get drunk tonight? Um, no. So you just think of it as a beverage, the same way that, it, like, you're off Coca-Cola, and you miss it the same way you miss a Coca-Cola. Yeah, I mean, I like the buzz, but, I mean, it's not, like, all-consuming. It's not like, wow, I wish I was just stinking drunk. To, or, or yeah, but, it's Friday, I can't wait to start drinking. I don't get that feeling. But is I that do. because the, the way that you drank, it would turn into a nightmare for... Towards the end. Oh yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's definitely it. Because 
it was always something bad the next day. Yeah. Of either I screamed at somebody, or even if I wasn't here and was just drinking on the weekends, I'd still end up yelling at, like, uh, the cashier in the grocery store or something. What? Why would you be out well, drunk? What the fuck? <laughs> Who goes to a grocery store when they're drunk? Even alcoholics don't do that. That's the last thing you feel like doing is shopping. Interacting with fucking... <laughs> people what the fuck because then i get starving and i end up going for food why don't you have food in your house i can't have food in my house what do you do you not have a refrigerator i have a refrigerator but if i stock up on food i am going to eat all of that food if i go grocery shopping i will eat everything that afternoon into the night i don't believe that you can't stop yourself. So if you you're like like a fucking goldfish, <laughs> like if you put food a goldfish will eat till it dies. Hell yeah. Well, did you tell him about your food thing? Yeah, yeah, and he says that he said that's the alcoholism, that's the addict, the addiction taking on another form. Mm, there is some truth to that. But like, if I buy a box of popsicles. Summertime, nice treat. I will sit there and eat all of the popsicles in what, one sitting. By the way, what grown man says a popsicle is a nice treat? <laughs> it's just never happened. I'm having a nice treat. A popsicle. Sounds like a nice treat. Here's the thing with Fez. Is it addiction or compulsion? That would be the the part that I would ask him about. It doesn't sound like the alcohol is an addiction or a compulsion. It's just that, you know, bad drinker. And maybe, maybe the food, though, seems to be a, a compulsion. You think he's a worse drinker than Dave? Yeah. Cause, only because Fez gets angry when he's drunk. That's that's pretty much the only thing. Now, do you believe the things that Fez said that when he's drunk? Because he doesn't like you when he's drunk. <laughs> he doesn't like, girl. Do you believe that that's his real personality? Or he doesn't mean those things. He's just drunk. This is really nice to me when he's not drunk. And it just, it seems so, I, I, I have to think that's not because it seemed, it comes out of left field because I'm not even doing anything bad. But here's the thing. I, he's not mean to me when he's drunk. <laughs> he never sits around, fucking Ron, with a fucking jerk off. But he'll glare at you with hate. And that's got to mean, on, at least on a subconscious level, now he's not mean to you when he's sober because he knows that I like you. <laughs> But I wonder, like, if we just had a straight day and I started going, you know who's fucked up? Chris oh, Stanley. Look at you sitting there. Yeah. I wonder how long before fucking Fez would come jumping in and just saying, you are a dick. And here's a list of other things that you did. Oh, no. Sorry about the fucking office. But do you think maybe if you expressed the things about Chris that bummed you out, you wouldn't get that way when you're drunk? Um, no, I think I think it just happens to me when I'm drunk. Because, that, because like, right now, I can't even remember what I was mad at you about. You would think that there would be something dirty that office. you do. It's the same thing. It's always dirty office. <laughs> and I didn't get something signed by someone who was in the building that day. But then I was like, I got, I got something signed, actually. I found some shit. And then you were still pissed off at me. But that was actually the day I think you, were, you ate all that Xanax. <laughs> but do you still have Xanax, Fuzz? No, I don't have any of that. How come? That's good. Because when I take it... Um, it w it will calm me down, but way too down, 
And also, like, two or three days later, I can't quit crying as soon as I take it. Wow. Is it because you still feel, like, the down feeling of the Xanax? I, th- I think it just depresses me. Yeah. And it, like, takes a day or two. Like, if I, I think it's like that for everybody, though, don't you, Hicks? Like you, if I eat a bunch of downs, yeah. I'm, I'm, the next day I'm definitely feeling fucking weird. That's without a doubt. Especially a bunch of Xanax. That I, will do it to me, too. I used to eat a lot of fucking Xanax. Yeah, everyone did. And that's why you end up taking more Xanax. Like, I gotta get rid of this fucking... Uh, Fuck. Fucking problem I have now. Um... I know, I'm looking the same thing up, because I've heard it so many different ways. Uh, let's go over here to Matt. Matt, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, you know, I've heard, doesn't alcohol magnify feelings? So, you know, when you're sober, you might not uh, show your true feelings, but you have a couple sips of beer, and you start hating on people wanting to kick people's asses and stuff. I mean, that's, that's what you're truly feeling, just magnified, isn't it? Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe it magnifies certain feelings, but that doesn't make them truer than others you know what i mean like i do agree that it, it magnifies you know hey i'm a good dancer hey i'm a good singer uh i'm great with chicks i'll knock any motherfucker out i don't take shit from anybody all those things get magnified but i don't know if that's the way you wish you were truly acting all the time no because a lot of time when you do sober up you you get you're embarrassed the way you act when you're fucked up all right here's the weird thing could you imagine what the planet was like if the brain would not take to drugs and alcohol like that, how different the world would be. Like, I wonder if we'd get a lot more things done. You know what I mean? Like, if people we were, would be like, if no one was getting oh, up. fuck, it's Friday. That means they won't, don't want me in here tomorrow. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I guess I'll work my second job. But it is this weird thing that we do this thing to our brain, which oddly is kind of make ourselves kind of retarded. It's poison you know I mean? ourselves. It's poison. But it, it but it, it definitely makes us dumber. No one ever gets drinks and really gets smarter about things or improves upon anything. They just get addicted to this fucking liquid or whatever the fuck that you're putting inside of yourself. Here's the weird thing about the addiction. Even when it starts to go bad, it doesn't mean that you want it any, want it any less. Like, so even when you're past the... Oh, I'm not fucking 19 going out dancing and having fun with my friends. I'm fucking, you know, 68 and I'm sitting alone in an apartment because my wife and kids have left me and won't talk to me. You will still want to dance, uh, to drink, and then just sit there and feel bad for yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's the weirdest thing ever, right? When you think about it. Just that fucking guy. You know what ruined my life? Alcohol. Glug, glug, glug. I hate myself. I hate what I do. Did you like yourself more when you drank Fizz? Oh, no. No. And I even, you know, would bring it... I thought I was doing... that. That's why I just started drinking on Saturdays. Because I oh, didn't yeah. want to be around anybody when I was drinking. I thought it was just actually safer to do it in my home. So, no, I didn't like myself at all. Is that how come you stopped going out with Mikey Boy at all on Saturdays? Was that the true reason that you just wanted to drink alone? Whoa. That's fucking heavy. It was just easier. Oh, God. Damn, Fez. And then you blamed it on all those other things. Damn. Hmm. 
So what are you going to do about all this, Fez? What's next for you? What are you and your fucking shrink working on? Are you going to... New fucking way of being, or... I may end up going back in again. Who knows? Marines? Back in the Marine Corps? No tour? That would be nice. The Nut Brigade. Uh, Dan, you're on the Run of Fest show. Boys? Yeah. I just have an interesting fact of the day, is that alcohol withdrawal is the only drug withdrawal that will actually kill you. Uh, I think that withdrawing from heroin and fucking downs can kill you, no? No, can't kill you. You want you want to wish you're dead, but you won't die from it. Really? Uh, I thought you could. I thought downs could kill you if you like quit cold turkey or whatever. Yeah, I think you can. I, I think you can have a stroke. Still shocked to your shot. body. Yeah. No, what heroin now? No, he said downs. Oh yeah, well barbiturates and benzos do the same thing that alcohol will do. All right, so, so then why just say just alcohol? Yeah. But people don't realize that when you're a, a fucking ra- a raving fucking alcoholic like Chris Stanley, oh. we'd never be able to cold turkey him. I know, like uh, the first time I did Lent, mm-hmm. where I fucking stopped drinking alcohol, I felt fucking horrible for that fucking forty days. And I had no, like, I felt like say I was really fucking strange. It really didn't fucking dawn on me till the end. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm gonna give you something right now. You're not gonna believe this, and I think it's close to being dope sick. And try to kick sugar. All sugar that's in any food. Uh, I got talked into it one time. Dude, my fucking nose started running. My fucking ears hurt. My fingers. I'm like, what the fuck? I feel like I'm dope sick. Where the fuck did this come from? That's fucked That's up. how addicted most people are to sugar. I'm positive I'm addicted to sugar. Some oh, days, absolutely. Some days I wake up and thinking like, I need sugar now. Like, I, I can actually I fucking feel the craving inside right. of me. Do you always like a little something sweet after you eat? Oh, yeah, definitely. You yeah. gotta have <laughs> Well, you are, you know, I mean, you do have the addictive personality. Yeah. <laughs> and there isn't, like, one thing that you're addicted to when you have addictive personality. If you're just a fucking, you know. If I find that I like it, I'm going to fucking want to do it. No matter what it is, I'm going to want to do it all. You're going to want to abuse it. <laughs> Whatever it is, you're going to want to abuse it. Too bad that's never work. It's never like, <laughs> oh, God, I'm so addicted to fucking being in shape. <laughs> fucking great. Um, let's go over to Jeff in Jersey. Hey, hello. Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, the question was, Fez, I wonder if you ever considered uh, trying marijuana or doing marijuana as opposed to alcohol. It's uh, less addictive. It's, uh, Why don't we do it? For you? Why don't you get some fucking weed, dude? You talk to your fucking shrink about it, all right? All right, I will. And just say, and I want to do it on the air. I want to do it with these fucking curtains wide open with the bosses walking by. Yeah. And then I fucking say, Rob, get down here. It looks like Fez is smoking pot on the air. And that's a fireball offense. Well, then you're just turning me in, and the experiment's over. That's you just being paranoid from the weed, dude. Calm the fuck down. For once in your life, calm the fuck down and ride the snake. It's going to be a fun ride. The fucking ancient snake, dude. The skin is cold. Do you think weed would fucking help, Fez? We've talked about this a million times. Uh... Paranoia will probably fuck him up bad. Do you think paranoia is a big destroyer? Yes. You know, my thing with Fez is this, though. Is maybe if we dosed him and he didn't fucking know. That could work. And shit just starts to get weird with him. 
Um, here's uh, Dave, Jersey. You're on the run for the show. Ronnie B, what's up, bud? Hey, buddy. I'm a highly functioning pothead and uh, have to get a life insurance test uh, with a screening coming up uh, probably next week. And I'm 48 hours clean without pot, and I'm already turning into a, a terrible person. I'm angry, I'm uh, irritable, and uh, I guess I have a lot less appetite. That's one good thing. But I uh, just wanted to hear from anybody else who had to go through this. So you're saying that you're actually addicted to weed. When people say it's non-addictive, you're saying, no, it is. Yeah, I mean, my whole personality is just awful. I mean, and when I don't have pot, that's all I think about is trying to get some pot. And, uh, you know, dealing with people, dealing with work, dealing with business without pot, I don't understand how people do it. I, I just really I have trouble getting through a day at night. Last night trying to watch the Olympics with no pot was like fucking torture. Excuse me. You know, I got to do say this, though, about fucking potheads. The amount that they talk about pot is really annoying. Like, they talk about not getting it, they talk about getting it, they talk about how good it is, no, and, no. and after a while, you're like, you have any other fucking interest, dude. Well, I'm opening a fucking head shop, so there's not a Not in this state. <laughs> They'll fucking come down on you, like suddenly you're fucking showing your dick to kids. What's that pipe for? Tobacco products. It's this look at the sign, for tobacco use only. You're a fucking weed head, dude. You yeah. know that, Dave? Yeah, I know, Ronnie B. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go through this week. Hopefully, I'll get the goddamn life insurance. If I do, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll re-examine things. But uh, you know, I had the life insurance thing, and I didn't get tested for fucking weed. No. No. Well, I'm drug tested uh, for life insurance. Huh? Yeah, they, they want to well, know. They want to fucking know. have somebody who's a junkie on their life insurance thing. Come on. I'm good for I, I heard I heard you can get a smoker's rate just if you if you yeah. pot on the test. I don't know. I don't want to be paying that. I'm already fat, so yeah. Well, I'm not that, get the best rate. They also give you a fucking hire for that too. What are you looking at? Fucking head shops? Yeah, I just fucking Google them. Just head shop. It's some killer bowls, dude. <laughs> I tell you this: when I smoked pot, and I never was the biggest fucking pot fan. In the world, I kind of consider it a pussy. But it never made me think less. I fucking just thought too much more. You know what I mean? I was one of those fucking dudes. Oh, yeah. Like, really wanted to get deep. And other people are like, let me put my headphones back on. I just want to rock out. No, I'm fucking serious. Listen to me. Listen to me. I think I've got this thing. If God really wanted us, dude, just let me... <laughs> Can I just fucking play with my dog for a while? Fucking high here. Uh, Louie, Toronto, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah, hey, Ron. I got uh, news for that last caller there that he's getting tested next week. Uh, if he's uh, anything like I was, you know, a guy smokes about a half ounce a week or something. I was clean for six weeks uh, before I applied to a trucking company. I still had traces of THC in my system. So if he's only been clean for 48 hours, he's got another thing coming. Look at that cleanse shit. fucking dude shouldn't be on anything oh, I, but weed. I did a cleanse, too. I went and bought some pills, one of these vitamin B pills, and it guaranteed, you know, a one week you'll be clean, and it certainly was a waste of money. It was 80 bucks. Yeah, if any of that shit ever worked, you know what I mean? There'd be more fucking dope heads in the Marine Corps. Brazilian Julie says, one week sober from, one year sober from weed. Never felt better. She says, my life used to be as shitty as Chris Stanley's. But I've turned it around. Don't need anyone judging my fucking lifestyle. It's not just about you. Perfectly fucking happy. Can I finish the letter she wrote? Yeah, okay. 
Chris is an asshole who spends all, right. all of his time fuck you, chasing then. alcohol and dope. Fuck off. This is the second time you said fuck you about one of our friends. Well, they're fucking shit on me, so I'll fucking shit on so them. So that's the only thing that makes them a bad person. Now all of a sudden, you I never liked them. attacked. You know what? You're no better than Fez at this point. I'm being You're attacked. like Drunk Fez. Hi, Drunk Fez. Big attacked. And if we're going to get attacked, I'll attack back. Look, Pips gets all mad and ready to get on your side. He's like, yeah, Chris is right. <laughs> no one's ever fucking said that. You are seriously. Or thought it. You're fucking training him like the attack dogs at Animal Farm. You fucking take him upstairs away from me where I can't see him. Who are our interns today? Anna and Sam. There was something I was going to fucking ask Sam about. I can't remember what it was. Well, that fucking Sam works a lot. Anna and um, whoever Joe is. They Co seem like they have a lot more time off. Kokomo. Well, Kokomo's got that job of his. He's fucking hustling all over his side right now, trying to sell people spa fucking packages. All right, I got a break before fucking Paulo calls in and ruins my day. Sorry, I know we got full phones that want to talk about weed. And uh, By the way, if you've got dead phones ever and you're doing a radio show, just say anything about weed. Like, it should be outlawed. It should be fucking inlawed. You can't get good pot. Hey, what's the best way of making a pipe out of nothing? The fucking weed heads will turn out. Hell yeah, people love getting fucking high. If it wasn't supposed to be legal, why would it grow out of nature? Exactly. God made it. Look. What about George Washington, man? He used to fucking smoke weed. He had a fucking hemp farm. All those guys did. And now they're fucking selling the same bolt OG. OG Kush in fucking California. Fucking potheads are good at fucking shrimp What is it, Fast and Braggy? <laughs> it's that fucking Jamaican herb. Oh, man, we had some Azalean Bolt last night. So fucking smooth. More of a body high. Like total body high. This shit's heady. And then suddenly he comes up and like, that's why I started my band. I've got a band going. I'm doing um, websites. Wow. I'm song. working on a virtual novel. It's never been done before. Damn. I'm starting to sew clothes. Man, hemp. I forgot where I live. I'm starting to sleep in my neighbor's backyards. It's great. It's not, that doesn't sound great. I feel like I'm so close to figuring out what my dog is thinking. You're going to make a lot of money if you can do that. You ever like smoke a lot of pot and you got a dog next to you and it's just it's doing like one of those staring at you things and you just fucking go like this? Just say it, dude. I know you fucking have something to say. Just, I know you can talk. Say it. Say Wish. it, motherfucker. Wish a dog start talking. I was fucking stoned. Do you think you're getting too high? Holy shit! I can't believe the first thing you say is judging me. <laughs> I fucking feed you and I take you out to shit every day. <laughs> that's so funny. But that's literally all you do for a dog. Look, I want you. I want you to love me, and in return, I'll give you food and take you outside to shit. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's the entire relationship. I'll fucking work you out, too. Got a Frisbee here and a ball. Yeah, but only when you want to. Yeah, yeah. Not on any kind of schedule. <laughs> Most of the time, you'll be sitting on the couch next to Most me. Most of the time. When I'm getting fucked up. The best time to have a dog is when you're sick and then just be like, just lay next to me, dog. <laughs> I'm dying and I want you to lay next to me. Comfort me, dog. Thanks. 
If you had a dog right now, what would you name him? Future Man. Mine would be Reggie Cush. <laughs> That's awesome. It is. Maybe I'll fucking I'll draft him. Uh, up on the iBang today is this thing that Hicks was telling us about obnoxious kids. Uh, they're obnoxious rich kids. What do they call themselves? It's rich kids on Instagram. R K O I. That's the hashtag. That's the tag that they've thrown up. No, I don't know any of these kids, and I despise them. It's one of the most just in fucking infuriating things that's has ever happened on the internet. It's just so fucking just destroy. It destroys. It's just these fucking rich, privileged assholes basically, you know, bawling out. And so other kids look at it and go, oh, isn't this great? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, they're awesome. They're awesome because their dads have a lot of money that they stole from Wall Street. Yeah. What is it that, what is so hateable about a rich kid? But it is. Because they fucking didn't do a goddamn thing to earn it. The captions are so fucking obnoxious, too. They're, like they're, anything that they act like they're into. This one, this kid is just in a private jet eating, and and, and the fucking thing is snackery en route. I'll fucking choke you out, kid. I hate them. All right, give me another one. Okay. Advice, All right, here we go. Here's a bill for $12,844. What is that, just a bar tab? All right, and uh, it says this. Scale 1 to 10, how much trouble am I about to be in? None, because you have all the money in the world. Oh, here's another one. Took the rolls. Oh. It's, it's, these people add nothing to the fucking human society. It's fucking true. Oh, God, I despise these kids. My favorite place on earth, my closet, hashtag princess, and it's just a fucking closet oh bigger than my Oh my god, it looks like a fucking store. It's bigger than my apartment. It's just the worst people fucking ever. And then just two fucking idiots. Hashtag boss Barbies. Well, they are boss Barbies. No, they're not. They're dicks. In front of in, in the backyard of a giant fucking estate. Oh, they I... just assume they're beautiful. Oh. God, I hate those kids. I wish I could just fucking see this rich... What's it called? R-K-O-I, Rich Kids of Instagram. It would be great if, like, one day you just see them fucking hanging and laying around burning houses and shit because <laughs> some fucking third world country has overrun us. That'd be perfect. Revolution has begun. Miss Humble driving herself in a modest mobile, which is a ridiculous Mercedes-Benz. Which I'm sure is six figures. All right, now I'm going to pay attention to those kids. I I, I don't want to. I don't want to like look at this because it just makes me angry and sad and fucking depressed. But I will because because right, it's one. Roman Empire shit. You know what I mean? And because the world has fucking trouble now, and these little rich fuckers that didn't do anything for their money. Not a goddamn thing. All right, here's a bill for fifteen thousand dollars. It's a uh, bar bill. And then the caption is, LOL, get on my level. Fuck Hashtag you. 15K lunches. I despise rich kids and the whores that date them. Oh, they're all. They're all whores. Yeah, it looks like get on my level is a uh, popular fucking tag. 
I'd like to see one of those get on my levels and it was just stacks of their fucking skulls. <laughs> <laughs> I murdered 15 trust fund kids today. Get them on level, motherfucker. going to do for society nothing they don't grow into that no it's just the exact opposite they suck off of society <sighs> it's just depressing right, here's a guy just with his groceries in his porsche's fucking uh trunk and it's just grocery shopping <laughs> and ferrari the parents must look fire. over like they gave birth to shit like that suddenly a giant fucking turd came out of them and kept growing and spending money. Oh, do they even fucking give a shit about what the kid's doing? I mean, How could they? I mean, your I, mean I would hate that kid. Drop me 15 grand on a fucking lunch? I would actually scream, I hate you, rich kid. <laughs> oh, three bottles of Dom P. Fuck. All right, this is my new favorite thing that I hate. This, this is fucking so enjoyable. Nothing they hateable. do is cool. It's fucking tacky. They couldn't fucking find cool. No. If cool had a fucking it's bell on its balls. The exact fucking opposite. <laughs> Fuck. You know, and I would take even a kid like Bieber and said he he made his yeah, he good. Was the little fuck, yeah, he's definitely but fucking. But Bieber's kid's probably going to be a dick. Well, Bieber's kid. I think he's uh, fucking, his jizz doesn't work. Where did you find this? This is out in fucking in front of everybody. Yeah, there's tum there's a Tumblr, and it's it's just getting heat now. Just fucking just because people just started either it's some people hate it and some people love it. You know what? We stopped talking about Fez's problems. Fez, you gonna try to get better? Yes, I am. Good. There we go. Got him back in All it before right. we went to break. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we break. Polo next. Polo talking dumb shit. It's the Ron and Fez Show. The Ron and Fez Show. More next. Ron and Fez Show. On what science is now dubbed a Thursday. Completely at odds with the Bible. We'll see who wins. Uh, we're waiting to talk to Paul O. Before you get to this, uh, we got something new on the eye bang. I haven't seen him yet. It's only called Cam Girl Crazy Pussy. Yeah. Now, you may say to yourself, where do you get these things from? You. Send it to us. The uh, email is the editor at theinterobang.com. If you come across a good story or good video, feel free to write it up or just send it in to us to the, inter uh, the editor at theinterobang.com. Dot com. Tomorrow is going to be uh, Filtered Excellence, so if there's something happening in your area, some kind of uh, concert or something cool going on, also send that to the editor at the Interbank. Roseanne's Unmasked uh, airs tomorrow, but we're going to have some stuff up and some clips on the Interbank today. Let's put the eye bang. All right, this one is just called Cam Girl Crazy Pussy. What's the backstory here, Chris? All right, well, this is a cam girl. So the cam girl is a woman that goes on the internet, puts up a fucking webcam, shows her titties, whatever, fucks, you know, depends on the girl. She has giant breasts. Yeah, she has, yes, very large breasts. And uh, this video catches her having a bit of a meltdown on yeah. her fucking, during her cam session. All right. No, a man who calls a woman a slut and a whore, he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of fucking shit. You don't contribute to society. You're the great society. You fucking knock on your face. 
Jake, 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 do what you want to do, Jake. My God, you're going to fucking break my wrist off. I would love to lose weight, but you're not paying me, so you make me miserable. Not making money makes me miserable, so then it, therefore I cannot lose weight. And you're some miserable son of a bitch, aren't you? Do you even know anything about my life? Do you even know that a man broke my arm and that's why I gained weight to begin with? I've been trying so desperately to lose weight so that I could be the person that I was. Do you even fucking know that a guy that I love so much and I fucking risked my whole life on? <laughs> So, anyone who has Pal Talk is going so. Uh, I've seen it a million times. So, the cam girls, she's supposed to show her tits, show and her like asshole. Work, and work these guys to get more, like, say you give you donate $10, mm-hmm. she'll start fucking herself with a dildo, $20, whatever, she'll start fucking her ass with a dildo, you know. Right. She's basically working these guys in this fucking room to get more fucking, donate more cash, so she'll do dirtier shit on cam. So, one of them uh, called her fat, and this is where she's going with it. And then yeah, and then it just started escalating, them just telling her to kill herself, and that she's gross and nasty. She's only made $15 throughout this entire fucking tirade. All right, let's get back into her. Cam girl crazy pussy up on the eye bank. Back here. I would never, ever come back here again because I would never be able to stand for such horrible people in my life. I'm sitting here fucking click on this cancel button like no tomorrow and nothing. God forgot about me. You forgot. You forgot I did that. God forgot I existed. You didn't God? find me with anyone. Twelve years I've been waiting for some man to love me. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. God doesn't I, care. I'd give her 20 bucks for this act right here. I'd rather <laughs> see this than her asshole. She's really having a spectacular breakdown. So she's yelling, God forgot about me? Yeah, and I've been waiting for 12 years for a man. God didn't give me sexy boobies. I bought them. I worked hard for them. True. I did camp for them. God forgot about me. Oh, uh, yeah. That's the most amazing fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's really spectacular. 
That bitch really lost her shit. A. I think it's everybody's ex. Uh, Rorschach says she isn't at one with the universe. Uh, Harley says I plead guilty to stripper, not prostitute. I do hope we have a best of where we bring back some of the best ones we ever had. Because I don't know if anyone could beat that fucking Long Island Billy Staples uh, oh, yeah. lookalike chick. That's, that's pulled. That broad's the fucking best. Um... All right, somebody wrote, hey, you shouldn't make your girlfriend work like the that. The fuck do you know about anything, motherfucker? That's, God forgot about you, Hicks. God forgot about you. Uh, fuck. Jackie says, those text comments are just like pal talk during O&A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she has to be great in bed. I don't know. That might be too crazy. I can't believe that Paul O hasn't married her yet. <laughs> and then this is the best one. Serotonin's gone. Maybe the internet isn't such a great idea. <laughs> Veg Poop said, I totally stick it in her butt. All right, so there she is getting some people. She's getting a little bit of cash. Her. Got a little cash. All right, then Pirate said, Man broke your arm and you gained weight. He must have not broke your eating paw. That's just mean. <laughs> Jerkster Sean says, here are a few coins. Happy now, slut. See, some of this stuff, I think, well, then Pillar just writes normal girl shit. Makes you mad at that guy for making a disparaging remark? Oh, well, it is the internet. It's the guy's pussy. We never say it fucking in real life. I don't give a fuck. I say stuff to you, and that's okay. You know why? Co-workers. We're more than co-workers. We're blood brothers. Let's do it. I'll fucking open this vein right now. Would you do this? Would you and Fez open your dick veins and fucking rub it together? I might vomit. Just the thought. The other day, you said you guys would safety pin your balls together. I never said that. I just put up a picture of dog balls. Well, it was a paper clip. <laughs> no. And a show of brotherhood. Would you wrap tape around your balls together? No, I'm not <laughs> taping my balls to another man's balls. No wonder he gets drunk and hates you. <laughs> Fezzy, this should be your fucking thing. We'll just set up a pal talk camera from you. You fucking go into your house and just scream and yell shit out all night. God forgot me. Get that cash. God forgot me. I've been waiting for a man for 12 years. I've been waiting for a man for 12 years. Uh, Scott, you're on the Run Fest show. Scott, once, twice. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I called about the uh, Olympics, and uh, Robot Legs is not going to get his chance to run uh, because Kenya took out the South African. But Jesus Christ, that last rant just took me off my game. Uh, yeah, but didn't he get to run in the singles at least? Yeah, he got to run in the singles. Yeah, yeah so whatever. That's, that's all. Yeah, what do I care? That's all he needed. He did it. He went there. He doesn't have to win a fucking medal. He's going to go back to the Paralympics, dominate, and there you go. That's where he fucking belongs. Really should never let him out of that. Uh, Chip says, if Fez did a, cam a gay cam, he could make as much money as his comics are worth. Seven fifty. There is no payoff to the comic bit. To be not continued. Oh. Dot, 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 dot. The Fez Watley story. Let's piss and shit on them. 
This cliffhanger will never be figured out. It sucks. You know, sometimes like you forget what you were saying. Fez always forgets what he was living. And it's just like, um, there's something. Something I felt was important. Every day, do you expect those comics to show up? I've, I want them to be destroyed so badly. By the way, there was a major thing in the Olympics that Fez could have come back and crushed us for, and he never brought it up on the show. And I said, I could give him the gift or see if he likes to find it. And he never came back to it. Hey, we've, met, we've kept this gentleman waiting too long. He's the finest mind in movie criticism today. He's the only movie critic that likes every single movie there is. Uh, you might know him as the cruise ship critic because he <laughs> likes to get out there deep. Um, it's Polo. From the legendary Warner Fest Studios in a predominantly white neighborhood, Warner Fest presents Showtime with the Polo. Hey, Polo, your life's a movie. Paul, your life's a movie. How Paul, are you? your life's a movie. Uh, it is. It is. It's, a, it's enjoyable as a movie, and I enjoy it. Thank Did you. you feel like we were playing old Gale tapes? Uh, I, you know, people are so mean, mm-hmm. mean to the cam girl. Why? Why can't they have a heart? Really? She has. It's life is hard. She has stress. That's the problem with everyone. Everyone has stress. And try to have a little compassion. Jesus, you're, you're completely right, Paulo. What some of these people write is just awful. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Drippy Granny wrote, this is the best Fez video I've ever seen. Go Fez. I yeah. mean, seriously, this woman is right on the edge. And, and they don't care. Push her off. Push her off. That's their thinking. Liz Sets Fire wrote, this is why I don't drink and pal talk anymore. I would love to see a drunk meltdown Liz thing from before. That would be the funniest shit ever. First of all, I wouldn't believe it because she's so damn quick. I can't even imagine her not quick. Drunk and fucking meltdown. Polo, you think people should be nicer, right? They should be nicer. Absolutely. Be nice to the cam girl and just in general for crying out loud. You're right. You know what? And this is the truth about Polo. I've never seen him do a mean-spirited thing and he likes everybody. I like everybody, but, you know, I'm not going to take any shit. But it, it, No, you it, won't I'll, take shit. You stand up for yourself. I'll stand up for myself, but then, hopefully, at the end, there will be a hug. Yes, even when he fights with people, afterwards, he's like, let's be friends now. And I remember at one point, and this is what I wonder about. Paulo had made a lovely movie, and Louis C.K. shit on all of it, so no one bought it. And after that happened... Louis went on to great success. Yes. Apollo's movie faded. Now, what does that and, tell you, Paul? I, you know, I mean, but look, I'm not. Uh, Louis has a very interesting point of view in life, and you know, let's face it. Everybody who looks at Louis stuff knows that he's he's kind of a a, a down personality, and so I, I take. And you're an up with, guy. I'm an up guy. I mean, I tried. You know, I mean, I take it with a grain of salt. You know, Louis just ge- generally grouchy and and un, unhappy. Now, Paul, the last time we talked to you, you were one of the few critics that were speaking out about everything that was going on in Hollywood after the Batman movie. And 
you felt that maybe we needed more life-affirming movies, right? Well, I, I'll tell you right off the bat, I did write this thing for the Intero Bang, and, they, and the, uh, the guy with the editor there has got a heavy hand, I will say that, because I wrote a whole long number of paragraphs, kind of... Well, it is the Internet. It's not the fucking encyclopedia <laughs> to Paul fucking o. Kindle, Paul. Paul O., this, the movies that, that they slammed together at the bottom that you have would have taken up the most of the Internet. <laughs> And that, and literally, that's just a few. I mean, there's literally a million, and I, I mean, a million. I'm no. not saying just like there's a million. I mean, really, there's a million movies that are life affirming. Now, before I get into that, I guess there was an internet uh, meltdown with Brett Easton Ellis yeah. calling out Hollywood for being homophobic, and we have that up on the Interrobank today. He wrote, "Hollywood is the most homophobic place in the entire world." Why Brokeback Mountain was a hit because it starred two beautiful actors instead of two really ugly characters from the story. And he writes producers. <laughs> um, can I can I just say one yeah. thing? If I was going to summarize what we all should do in life, I could and be as brief as possible. I would say I, this guy once said, "Turn the other cheek." That's good. But what he's saying is true. You would accept two nice-looking, attractive, straight actors playing gay, but it wouldn't work the other way around. Um, now, There's lots of gay actors playing straight. But he, I don't think that that's what he was saying. I think he was saying the only reason why Brokeback was made is because you can have attractive people. In the book, I guess... They were unattractive people, and no one wants to think about unattractive gays. But, <laughs> Some people do. But, see, I would, I would not aim this at Hollywood, Fez. I would aim it at the audience, because Hollywood is not anti-gay. If anything, it's probably one of the gayest industries and industry towns you could be in, but they know that they can't sell it. So what they are more than anything else are whores, and they just yeah. want to make money no matter what. Right. And if they can make money... Uh, by having guys pissing on each other, believe me, they'd be putting those movies out. Yeah, the real the real difficulty is making the eight billion people on this planet better, right? Not the Hollywood people. So you're they're, they're... almost blaming Hollywood when basically Hollywood is in the closet, right? Where they're they going, just, they, and not only will they anything. do that, but they'll protect gay actors and say. You know, oh, Rock Hudson, he's very straight. I mean, those <laughs> oh, were yeah, fucking... Don't ruin your career by the, coming out. Yeah, those were old Jewish producers and studio heads doing everything they could to protect this guy against the middle yeah. of the country. So yeah, I don't know why you would blame it, Hollywood. Exactly. We got a lot of money in that fagula. They, no, they, they believe... Hello. But see, here's the other thing, and people don't realize... Mo, like if you're in Hollywood making movies, it's not that different from being in the NFL, where your career could be over like that, or you can go from A list to C list and take years to get back. So none of these guys want to fuck up. None of these producers want to fuck up, and that's the only deal. People watch football games not realizing that most of the guys out there are like, "Am I going to get be gone after this week? Am I fucked after this week?" That's and that's the way actors feel too. All right, Paulo, you wanted to get into life-affirming movies for some reason. Well, yeah, and well, you made up a list, were... and then you said the Interbank basically, um, well, they basically raped everybody. They just 
put it down to the list. But, I mean, the fact is, is that it, it really does boil down to we like violent movies because our life is stressful, people piss us off, and we have all of this anger in us and this hatred. And, and, and you know what? We always want to get back at somebody else and kill somebody else. But, you know, it's a different. Now, most of us can't kill everybody we don't like. And so we go to most these movies. Us. I mean, so that's basically the problem. I mean, this guy said, turn the other cheek. I think it's, it's something that we, uh, we have to try. Did you say this follow. guy said it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy. This guy said, turn into, the other see, cheek. That's part of the problem. The I problem. know what guy you're talking about. It's Jesus. Yeah, it's Jesus. The fact is, is that that's part of the problem. I mean, there's this whole, the religious people aren't really religious, you know, and the atheists say they are very ethical and moral and they care. But I don't think anybody really, I mean, first of all, forget Christians. Nobody follows what Jesus says. Forget it. Even, even his own close. disciples couldn't pull that off. <laughs> I mean, really, it's, it's, it's way too difficult. But, but if you just boil it down, just love your neighbor. Turn the other cheek when he gets nasty, and you know that's that's kind of the thing. But we we can't because life is such shit. All right, well, let's go over some of the films. You say are life affirming. All right, right, right. Uh, you have Bing John Malkovich as life affirming. Right, right. Because I mean, basically, you know, we're always trying to find an answer to to life, and you know how to make things better. And you know, in this particular case, it's by becoming someone else. You know, to make someone else happy, you have to become someone else. It's a crazy script. And but why is it life up. affirming? It's life affirming because the character in it is so is so hopeful, and he's so he wants to just be happy. And that's basically everything. he's stealing somebody else's identity he's and an, soul, and basically an asshole killing John Malkovich. But he's doing it for good reasons. <laughs> no, he isn't. He also kept his fucking chick in a cage as he tried to fuck another I woman. Cusack is horrible. Not... We see it by the end of the movie. Where, oh, spoiler alert: where he gets fucking trapped. He just wants love. That's all. <laughs> I don't see that as life affirming. I didn't want to go next. I wanted to open it up to all the possibilities. All right, let's go next. This is a life affirming movie for Polo. By the way, this is up on the iBang if you like to comment. Um, all right, Paul, you might not want to read the comments. <laughs> I'm going to be life affirming to you. Yes. They're just mean people. they got to turn the other chick. they got to be nice. All right, hold on. Number two for you was The Lovely Bones. Now, this, Lovely. of course, life-affirming because it, uh, a girl gets murdered by a child molester. What the fuck? Uh, right, exactly. And then here's the spoiler alert. He never gets caught. <laughs> he never gets caught. <laughs> But you see, the point of that movie and some movies like American Beauty and What Dreams May Come is, is that once you're dead, you start to realize how petty all of that is. Yeah, so he doesn't get caught, but he comes to a pretty sucky end. Like every human, you can wait long enough into their life before they die of an accident <laughs> or disease. It doesn't mean I, karma took place. Right, but, you know, when you look back at it from the other side, you say, eh, whatever. Okay, so he fucking molested me and killed me. All right, big deal. I mean, I'm not that worked up about so it. So your life-affirming <laughs> comes from the fact that really we don't care if we're murdered. Well, raped? You, we care before we're murdered right before and while we're being murdered. Right before but murdered. It's after we sort of let go. Hopefully. How is it life-affirming to say you'll get over it when you're dead? This is after life-affirming. That's what he's going for. 
It's yeah, almost so dead affirming. It's a way of appreciating life, though, because that's what she does from the other side. No. She kind of says, you know, oh, my dad and my mom, they, was, they love me so much. It's that kind of a thing. And that's Do you think really, everybody forgives everybody in the afterlife? I think that's true. Do you think Gail forgive you, Paul? Gail <laughs> had a long, hard life, and I spent my entire life doing the best I could. And unfortunately, I, I, I don't know... You know, being a person who believes, I don't know what God's plan is, why some people have a hard life and some people don't. But Do you, I, uh, Did you have a nice cruise last week? Yes, I did. And your current wife? She didn't fall over the sides or no, and no. nothing happened to her? No. No, okay, was, so look who's getting yeah. better. Yeah. All right, yeah. now for more life-affirming movies, Ghosts, the woman gets murdered. So you really like movies where people die young. Yes, that's true. No, but I mean, the point is, is that it does, it, as a movie, you watch it and you appreciate that this person is taken young and then there's all this love that has nowhere to go. And in Ghost, of course, he's there. He's there trying to hold her and dance with her and, you know, speak to her and all of that. I mean, so it, it does, for us who are still alive, it makes us say, oh, maybe, maybe we should think a little bit more about the fact that we're alive and, you know, what's going on. All right, so after that, you have what? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which I kind of... Uh, uh, Made a mistake? Uh, with uh, Cool Hand Luke. Because, again, here's a guy who really believes in life. Lives at uh, Randall P. Murphy. He's just, he's What's just, his name? Randall P. McMurphy. Okay. <laughs> one Flew Over the Jack Nicholson, one, you know, one of his Oscar-winning roles. You know, this guy is in a mental institution because he raped a 15-year-old girl. But, I mean, you know, he, he said she looked 35. Right. You know, it really wasn't his fault. But the point is, is he's just a, he's kind of a good-natured guy. Like, like Paul, well, does it remind you of anything from your past? It's a piece of fucking shit! You don't contribute to society! No. It's a great society! You fucking not Jake, 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 Jake! Do what you want to do, Jake! My God, you're going to break my wrist off! I would love to lose weight, but you're not paying me, so you make me miserable. Paulo, would you jack off to that? Um, I don't see why. I mean, any man should be. Able Have you ever to masturbated thinking about your ex, your dead wife? Uh, yeah, maybe. That's nice. That's <laughs> nice to know that that's still staying alive. All right, after one flew over the cuckoo's nest, what do you got, Polo? All right, Starman. Uh, again, somebody, an outsider who maybe shows us something about ourselves. Jeff Bridges. All right, Paula, was this just a list of films you remembered? Because there's no theme to this whatsoever. Well, that's exactly my point, though, is that, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you go with the obvious. And, you know, everybody goes with the obvious. I was trying to open it up a little bit so you could think. I mean, it, it, here's an alien who, like an E.T. in Contact in 2001, they, 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 maybe they think we're not as worthless as, as we might be. I mean, you know, they're, they're not there to kill us and destroy us like many alien movies. I mean, you see The Watch, you see all of these movies, Cowboys and Aliens. They're just nasty, mean, as, Super 8, nasty, mean aliens. Maybe some aliens are nice, and they, they, they appreciate the contact with the, the species of human beings. Uh, people are confused at best from your list. <laughs> um, well, maybe I'm trying to broaden their minds. I can't help it. If, by the way, I'm Bed Hat Harry says that Polo starred in One Flew Over the Cuckle's Nest, <laughs> which is fucking kind of true. Again, he has a mean heart. He's mean. He's just mean. Mm. Uh, what do you have after Star? 
By the way, wasn't this supposed to be a list of ten, Chris? Yeah, he 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 <laughs> was told ten when we said it was ten. Why wouldn't you just say every movie ever done? Uh, well, what do you have I, next? I, I believe me. On the Beach is a is a great old film from the '60s about people who are on a submarine and all. They're all waiting for the nuclear fallout to reach them, and they're all going to die. So they all what have the to, fuck. <laughs> There's another very similar movie out now called Seeking a Friend for the End of the World with Steve Carell and Keira Knightley, where, you know, it's coming. The end, it's, it's all over. We're all going to die. You wish the world would end? <laughs> and that's what you need to do is find someone to be with when the world is over. Uh, all right. Uh, Bruce Almighty you have. Yeah, Bruce Almighty, of course, is about... Morgan Freeman coming down from heaven. And, I mean, you know, essentially, he's trying to explain how hard God jobs, God's job is. I mean, it's... it's I don't uh, think you understand what life-affirming is. I do! To say that there's I, some meaning to life. Yes, exactly. There is some meaning to life. Yours is all is, about afterlife and aliens and gods and death. You know, you have to have a perspective on what, you know, uh, what life is about. And life-affirming, you know, uh, if you don't have... Okay, say you're an atheist, and you're going to... And you live your life... Paulo, you you've been a movie critic for how many years now? <laughs> Over 20 years. Okay. I want you to be honest here. How much yes. money have you made? <laughs> well, I have written for a number of papers and how stuff. How much money I, have you made? I've done it for... I don't know. You mean out of... As a critic? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, people would pay me from time to time, but I do it out of the love. Have you made more than $100? Yes, I have. But the point is... Have you made more have... than $1,000 in 20 years? Yeah, probably. I just haven't... Have you made act... more than $2,000? <laughs> I haven't actively tried to make the point about commerce. I've been just interested in the journey and the experience. Well, we say that you've been making 20 to $25 a year. <laughs> Over the past 20 years. All right. Well, as, again. What's you're, next you're on trying, your list? You're trying to break this down into something. <laughs> and you're saying that this list, list is not life-affirming? Yeah, well, first of all, I didn't get to the real heavy hitters till later. But, I mean, the point is, is that people are all about, you know, now the Dark Knight, is that life-affirming? No. Of course not. And because it's about people who are crushed, who are totally beaten by life, and their only way of dealing with it is to strike back, is to get revenge, is to kill. I don't That's, think that you understand life-affirming. What do you got next? I, I'm saying, both Paths of Glory, Kubrick, you know, has made many war films, but this is one of his most emotionally direct. I mean, it's about valuing life. Is it about, wasn't it about devaluing life, that these guys no, were basically put through the meat grinder? That is the whole point of the movie, though. We have to, it's trying to make us understand that we So have you to. tend to say movies are about the exact opposite of what they're about. <laughs> that's no. your idea. No, that's not the point. The point is, is you want, you want, I mean, like, for instance, if we move down the list, you know, you, you, you know, okay, let's look, a, example of one of the movies I didn't include, It's a Wonderful Life. Now, It's a Wonderful Life is always used as an example of a life-affirming film. But what are we dealing with there? That whole movie is about misery and unhappiness. But then he learns how to find happiness inside that unhappy place by knowing that he has brought value to other people's lives. Your thing is his lives that are devalued. 
and sad. And then you go, that just goes to show. Don't worry about it. What? Right, what do you have next? The films are supposed to show you that we that the, that people care. Schindler's List. All right. You know, all what of, the fuck? <laughs> Steven Spielberg's films are all life affirming. But this Not... is really... I'm telling you. <laughs> well, the world's wasn't. That was just really bad. What do you got next, Bolo? Moonstruck, which I also kind of bundled in with Local Hero in my favorite year. These are very happy films about people who are trying to grab a hold of life. And, it's, it's, and you know, find happiness. And that's what I think life-affirming is. Do you realize that it didn't matter whether it was life-affirming? You could give the title to any of these, and they would never belong on the same list. <laughs> Moonstruck and Schindler's List, <laughs> side by side. Well, first of all, the point of the list is to try to really open people's minds about, you know, what is, you know, what, what is what a list? Is... Why are these movies on the list? Shouldn't there be other films here? Why didn't this guy try? <laughs> <laughs> but you see, I mean, I don't believe, I'm sorry, just to make a, I mean, like I mentioned, pay it forward, very life affirming, but again, there's pain and suffering in that movie. There's lots of movies that are, like some of the lists that are on my uh, honorable mention, so to speak, uh, you know, that are pretty obvious, you know. To, You've mean, got look, about 40 or 50 movies on your honorable mention. Yeah, here's, here's a good example, The Jerk, with Steve Martin. <laughs> now, here's a very positive character who goes through a bunch of crazy uh, adventures, so to speak. And, you know, but, I mean, right. there's a lot of... We asked Polo for a top ten, right? Yeah. So that we could have him on the iBank. He's given us at least 75-plus. <laughs> then he's mad that it had to be uh, edited. Yeah. And, by the way, he wrote endlessly and ridiculously about each one. Well, uh, first of all, the real point is, is that people, you know go through life with so much stress and anger and hatred because life sucks. So you really have to make an, a conscious effort to resist the, you know, this, the, the violence and the anger and the revenge and the hatred that we have in our hearts. And I'm sorry, all of these films on this list underline that whole idea. I mean, the fact is, is that, you know... Uh, uh, here's Craig. Craig, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, buddies. Right now, Paul, oh, I forgave you for Gap, but you've gone too fucking far, Dick. Like... <laughs> To pick fucking, what was Starman over, like, you could have chose Crazy Heart. To me, do you know what life-affirming means at all? Or are you just completely right. trying to First of all, off? Crazy Heart. Fuck you and No, no, please. Wow. Please, sir. Don't, far. Don't, don't leave. First of all, you're full of anger and hatred. You're probably a drunk like the guy in Crazy Heart. The, the fact is, is that it's uh, Crazy Heart is, you know, possibly... But it's a guy who's drunk, you know, struggling through the whole movie. I didn't find it. For, I mean, he's a miserable, unhappy character. And then what yeah. happened at the end of the movie? Did he, he, I don't think he was redeemed. He got sobriety and started to find his way back in other people's lives. Do you leave well, I mean, before the movie's I over? Say, <laughs> I would say, no, first of all, you're just arguing with the bus my cops. I mean, no, I'm not. I just said, I gave a spoiler. I should have spoiler alerted <laughs> that he did find some kind of peace at the end of his life. He stopped being self-destructive. Tender Mercies is a better example because there is, you know, Robert Duvall, you know, is, is clearly after. This is the aftermath of his horrible life of, of drunk, you know, drunken excess. And here he is. This is the aftermath of him struggling to crawl back into a decent life. I mean, the whole of Crazy Heart is someone who is just lost. All right, we're looking at this now. His top ten. 
has got 127. <laughs> We've counted and 127 in his top ten. I didn't even contribute some of the John Travolta movies like Phenomenon and Michael and, you know, whatever. I mean, you like every <laughs> fucking movie. Michael's By terrible. the way... Uh, no, it's not the point. It's life-affirming. Many of the... One of the things that the editor took care of is that most of the time he mentioned a movie, he mentioned two or three other ones. No, no, no. So, I actually had a whole thing, you know, it, it, it dealing with religion and w why we should care about other people and things like that. But, I mean, the fact is that the majority of people out there don't give a fuck. And that's the fact. They don't right. give a fuck what happens to the next person or, or the cam girl or any fucking person. It's the cam girl. Somebody, that's all he's can focus Don't bring on. her into this. No one cares about the cam girl. <laughs> She's having a bad day. Exactly. My point is, is that we all, I mean, all violence and hatred and anger comes from a place. Most people who become serial killers because they were abused as children. It's all, it's just a never-ending cycle. And people, people don't want to stop it. Because they got all this anger in them, and they, they want to get it out, and they want to get back at it, at those people who hurt them. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. if you, I, I'm, None of the films that I mention are about that. You are fucking insane, Paul. I'm not insane. This is, I mean, this is the point. The whole world is fucking insane. That's why we have fucking Colorado going on. I mean, this well, is... Well, it's a state, point. yes. We have states... <laughs> People Eric, that. you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, I, I just wanted to talk to Paul. I, I, his, his movie, his, his movie list is crazy. <laughs> but uh, leaving Las Vegas, he must find leaving Las Vegas very life affirming. I don't know. Uh, uh, something well, like that. Clearly, that's that's ridiculous because leaving Las Vegas is a movie that has no hope. I mean, it has no hope at all from beginning to end. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the hooker had some hope at the end. I don't know. Oh, what are you talking about? Dude, finally, she finds love and he dies. I mean, please, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, please, give me a break. That movie is uh, hopeless. I mean, I, 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 I don't have a problem with the hopeless. See, that's part of the problem. I mean, I'm not a fanboy, so when I see the... Good. I'm glad to hear you say that, Polo. No, no, that shit out there. But You're a fan problem, man. Part of the problem with these fucking fanboys is that they become obsessed with right. these fucking superheroes and everything else. And and I'm I can watch all these movies and I'm not going to get drawn in. I mean, I, That's I don't true. You don't problem. even see them. We're doing other stuff. <laughs> I have no problem with leaving Las Vegas because I'm going to watch You have no movie. problem with leaving the theater where the movies aren't. <laughs> uh Tony, you're on Ronnie Fez. Ronnie, uh, I think Terrence Howard three movies are life affirmation. Crash Mr. Holland's Opus and Hustle and Flow. Ugh, there are any of these crash. I mean, uh, now, that's a, turning that's a shit for taste. There's a million movies on, that could be mentioned, and those are three that could be mentioned. Absolutely, I agree. All right. Now, we're also oh, showing that Polo re-fucking-markets these things, and you're up on another website with your life-affirming <laughs> fucking list. Polo? Yes. Well, I mean, first of all, you edited my piece. No, but I've been just, I've been Whoa. doing a lot of writing for a while now, just to get my hand back in and just you know, because as I say, I don't know. I mean, I'm working on a lot of different things, and I, I'm exercising. But Polo, you can't do that without letting everybody know. By the way, this isn't an exclusive. Well, I mean, by, but because I mean, I haven't promoted any of the things I'm doing. I'm just exercising right now. I don't and you I'm... put a great picture of yourself on the other site. <laughs> 
<laughs> Paulo, I've known him for 20 years, and whenever he does a picture, he's always too close to the camera. So there's nothing around his face but face, but more and more face. <laughs> and it looks like, Paulo, that you are just layering up that forehead now. Well, I mean, a, a real man should have wrinkles in his forehead. That's not wrinkles. Those are fat rolls in your forehead. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I model myself after Steve McQueen. Or something by the like way, that. if you look at this thing that he did, uh, he hasn't even bothered to <laughs> space it. Oh, there's no formatting here. <laughs> I told a you. It's a block I, of text. I, it's impossible to read. That's fine. I he turned it in on Post-its. Now, who were they? Just threw it up. Who or what? Who is this other site? Oh, examiner.com. I just been throwing, I actually write for another thing called uh, Upcoming Discs. I just, it's, again, it's just exercising muscles. I like to exercise all my muscles. Apparently, though, you exercise one muscle and then pass it all around the internet. <laughs> You're fucking ripped. Well, first of all, I'm not promoting. By the way, at least, at least there are. I guess flexing his muscles is hitting copy and paste. That's his. <laughs> well, I mean, believe me, uh, that is true. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a. Now on that other place, you have zero comments. No, that's my point. I am not promoting him. I'm no one is promoting it. No, that's my exact point. I wanted to just uh, uh, accumulate a few on the site before I even mentioned it. You know, so I have a few up there. I mean, you know, maybe ten or so. Uh, you know, the point is, is that I, I didn't want to mention it till I, I had something up there. Oh, you know, and I mean, in this Terrorbank thing, I was on the cruise. I didn't know what was happening. You know, I figured, well, I'll just put it up in the meantime. But, you know, I... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think it's going to look like the iBang ripped off the examiner without giving them credit. It's <laughs> all so edited down and shit. <laughs> not, not the, first of all, if, if all you have to do... Is you know I mean the editors you know clearly the clearly they cut out the meat of the article which is fine I mean I have no problem I give and that's my whole motto in life now I just give this fucking literally I'm looking at the article in its raw state and it's not an article it looks more like a swarm of flies <laughs> I just the problem, is, the problem is that unfortunately sometimes uh, and by the way no I, one asked uh, you for an article. I was, I'm the person who came up with this and said, give me a list. Of ten fucking movies. Nobody wants you to fucking blather on forever and then mention every movie that's ever been on TV. Look, there is a lot the of Cecil and Beanie Boy that proved quite a, a bit. That's got to be talked about. There's uh, Mars Needs Women. <laughs> Look, well, I didn't mention that movie, but that's not the point. The point is that I... Bzzz. Bzzz. Paul's okay. articles here. Bzzz. You're going to sit there. You don't read it. You grab a swatter and try to fucking protect yourself from the amount of words flying your way. <laughs> the thing is, is that, you know... The, the, I am making very valid points, and, and unfortunately, we're all so polluted that we're we're shielding ourselves from goodness and 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 positive. Alan, you're on the Run of Fed show with Paulo. Paulo, you claim that all these fanboys out there, you're practically pulling out Travolta's dick and sucking it earlier about saying I didn't even go into his movies. If the point is, is it's not about being a fanboy. See, here's the problem with being a fanboy. You said it was the point of being a fanboy. You go back. Yeah, here, and forth. which side is it? Pick a side of the fucking fence. I, be, because I, I, 
what side I'm on. I am a fan of everything to a degree. I, will, I am open to everything. I can absorb everything. I'm not going to obsess about the Joker, or I'm not going to obsess about the Golem, or something, you know, like... Right, one, fucking retarded and stupid. Yeah. Yeah, which is, you know, which is unfortunately uh, a rabbit hole you can go down and, and get totally lost in, and that's what happens. You know, people go freaking nuts. It is true. And then they sit around, as they come out of one movie, they go, oh, I can't fucking wait till next September. And they're fucking jacking off about a movie that's 11 months away that hasn't even been made. And they act like it's already filled with awesomeness. Well, there was a trailer, then the fucking first one for it, you know? That's, that's what they fucking yeah. get people just fucking hooked. Yeah, and then, then they fucking jacked to that trailer. Yeah. Ugh. Disgusting. And, and I mean, you know, I, I, it's not a problem. I, mean, I just wish people would be more open. Sometimes they close themselves off. And, uh, and I really have always... Do you think you can beat know, Armin White in a fight? Yeah, sure, I can beat anybody in a fight, no problem. <laughs> he loves the fight, Polo does. <laughs> but I always like to hug afterwards. I know you do. Most <laughs> sex offenders do. <laughs> we, we didn't finish my list, which were really light. Uh, well, we'll just go over to the examiner and finish it. Patrick, <laughs> you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, I, I think that Paul just really desperately wants to be considered like uh, above it all, and that's you know he said it right. Yeah, in the he beginning. is. He's hoity-toity. That's Paul. I didn't want to be obvious with my choices, and oh, so you know, well, I just I think mean, that there's no right. thought process behind it at all. Just. How can I seem different? That's not true. There's that a is true. That's exactly what you're going for, man. It's really transparent. Have you gone? Extreme transparent. Excuse me, sir. Have you gone? Excuse me. Have you gone to the Atero Bang and looked at my list? You yeah, your list sucks. You just listed yeah, every single you, movie. You, you don't even know what the subject is. All right, I'm going to stop the fight here. God, have you? Pull up. You're finding yourself, you know, uh, defending yourself against the entire planet now. It's true. I, I feel like I'm, I'm, you know, a surrogate Jesus in a way. Right. That I have. Uh, Gra Granny wrote this to me. Ron, I'd like you to send you a list of every, every movie that's ever existed. I'd like to call it IMDb. <laughs> that is basically what Paula said us. No, I mean if you if you if you really bother to read my words, which of course only half of them are there. The fact is, the fact is, is that and that's still too many. That's still a hundred and sixty-five more movies that I asked for. There was a whole bunch of stuff that had that didn't even mention the movie. The first the first half of the text was explaining the quandary that. Here's uh, yes. I didn't ask you to, to explain how difficult the fucking planet was. I That's wanted what to. I want to do. I That's know, but then why do. don't you go and just say I want to write about existence, and then I could say to you, "Well, not here. You're too stupid for that," and we'd no. be done with all this. I understand. Well, that could be the problem. But I mean, it, it, you know, I tried to simplify it, and that is, is that. Turn the other cheek is, is a really good thing to go by because most of us can't do it because it's a survival instinct. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've contacted the iBang and the original is going to go up. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Joe in Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. Uh, Paulo, I mean, you're, you're a nice enough guy and I kind of see where you're going, but it's, I mean, it's a little silly. It's a little, it's a little naive, I think. 
Well, naturally, if you're talking about life-affirming films, people are always going to say you're naive. That's a natural... Uh, um, someone has now put up a link to Polo's Facebook where him and his new wife are hiding in the jungle, ready to <laughs> leap out of children, and they're doing shush noises. <laughs> now, Aye. Um, Aye. let's see, Polo's favorite book, The Lovely Bones... Uh, music, Brett Michaels. Not even Poison, just the solo work? <laughs> I didn't say Brett Michaels. There's no way I said Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels is up there. Brett I'm Michaels, Lady Gaga, and Bob <laughs> Dylan. True. Not true. I mean, there's a lot of people. I'm actually into the Pinal right now, P-N-A-U. But I'm going by your Facebook, Bolo. I see. don't, because I'm, I suck at things. I can't format. You know what I'm saying? Your formatting what? is so mad, bad that you put a Brett Michaels and Lady Gaga. That's Fucking Facebook. Yes. Facebook formats it for you. I, it's very difficult, this computer stuff. All I right, for Polo's interest, I'm going to give everybody an opportunity to guess. What is his interest? I'll say uh, sailing. Too small. Film. Too small. <laughs> Hiking. Way too small. Fucking uh, uh, the arts in general. You guys are onto something, but it's bigger than that. His interest the is earth, l- earth. life. Oh, Just God. life itself. <laughs> wow. Which I think is what we all should be interested in. I think we should all get on that bandwagon. Right How now. many friends do you have there on Facebook, Paul? I actually have way too many. I have like way over 5,000, which I thought you couldn't even have. I've got 5,000 friends. I'm very popular. Very <laughs> popular. They love me. Oh my. But they, these are people I don't even know. None of them I know. But I mean. Th- Why are I you and your wife hiding in the weeds making shush noises? <laughs> because it's cute. It's a How? cute photo. What? It's cute. I think it's a cute photo. I love that photo. Where was it taken? At Bush Gardens? Is actually taken in Lakeland Park. Oh, I don't get it. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, okay. Well, we didn't finish the list, you know. Which is, you know, let's mention one that everybody can't complain about: the sound of music. All right. Why is that life affirming? Oh, you got uh, a Nazis. Very, a very a, a woman with a heart of gold who just always wants to bring the children together, and she fights the Nazis, and you never see one person get killed in the whole movie. It's great. Mm. Of course, it's the, actually the most popular musical of all time, but it, it's a very positive message, and it's like the Wizard of Oz. You know, these are these are heroines with a heart of gold who who persevere and always have that positive thinking. Paula, you got me close to wanting to kill myself. <laughs> what are you talking about? Life is hard. That's why we have to affirm it because it is so fucking hard. Life and is hard. I do agree with that. Yeah, and I mean, but you haven't affirmed it with these films. Yes, I have, because every one of these films... I mean, let's just look at One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest as an example. The the guy's in shit. I mean, he's in a bad situation through the whole fucking movie, but he's always got a positive attitude. And I'm sure, spoiler alert, he gets a lobotomy, but still, his his spirit lives on forever. Because the Indian escapes. (laughs) What? By the way, the Indian could have just walked out the door any time they wanted. <laughs> they even explained that. He never no, he needed to escape. Voluntary. He wasn't held there. RP was. <laughs> you too, Chief. Um, we've put up Polo's uh, gutless. Where did we put that up? Scroll down to the bottom of Polo's original 
for the unedited submission. Um, because God knows I don't want him bitching about this anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at that thing. How, it, tries, it tries to give a framework to what I'm trying to say, so maybe people can understand my point. The point is, is, that, is that life, you know, some people are angry, violent, prejudiced, thoughtless, rude, cruel, or whatever, uncaring, and, and that's the way they are because, you know, that seems the way life treats them, and that seems to be what life's all about. But, you know, there are those people who rise above it. Schindler. Schindler didn't want to save the Jews, but he couldn't help himself. The Jews. <laughs> now, when the Jews came over, these Jews, wearing their Jews shoes, were taking a cruise. And the elephant man, perfect example. Why that, didn't they let me say Marty? I know that movie better than anything. <laughs> they took the prize away from me. And now they elevate this man and act like him everything. Because he's not a Jew. Marty was very life-affirming. Absolutely. I mean, the point is we all have our cross to bear. And the point is... All right, somebody wrote this. Life is hard and so is my dick. Can Paulo affirm that? Did I do that for him? Beer Buzzer writes, enough already. Just hang up on this shithead. Yeah, exactly. The next thing, where's Blowhard when you need him? He's a fucking scumbag who's never going to be anything but a fucking scumbag. Who? And that's, and, but I'll, I'll knock the shit out of him, but then I'll give him who? a... Who? That fucking guy who just made a comment. Oh, I thought you meant Blowhard. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing against Blowhard. <laughs> saying. Do you Sounds see like what I'm saying? Doing. And the internet is a perfect example. People love to fucking get, you know, shit all people all over people on the internet. But you know what? They don't do it to your face. No, they keep it all inside until well, they go, where are people going to meet you at? <laughs> They're not going to go out in the middle of that jungle well, where you and your up, wife are hiding up, behind those big leaves waiting for children. Get a people. Set it up. I'll take them. I'll give them all the fucking... You want to do a dig stun challenge where you box all yeah, the I'll listeners? I'd love it. Smack <laughs> the shit out of a bunch of people. I'd give them a hug. Each How come you didn't put digs down on there? <laughs> Very life-affirming. <laughs> True. True, but this is this is just a, this is just a, a, you know opening Pandora's box. There's, a, there's literally a million. Are you going to start and call this knitted brows corner? <laughs> <laughs> this got put up. What's Polo's last name? Overcompensate. Here's another one. Life is hard, and so is listening to this dummy. Yes, again. Uh, uh, all I am is I'm, I'm talking. I'm reaching out to, the, to you, sir, whoever you are, you nasty scumbag, and try and get a little love in your heart for a change, you bitch. Whoa. Are you all right, Paul? <laughs> what? Well, this is the last thing you're ever going to write up for us. <laughs> well, Trek a love, right? I just have to scroll down for 10 minutes to get to the comments section. <laughs> it's true. You just scroll forever with this ramblings. <laughs> oh, God. Why, he just put Jerry, up a giant Paul O'Brow. I'm going to bring family. Mozart in a fucking right music across that. By the way, Paul, where did you go? The sun? How bad did you burn your face? I actually went snorkeling, and I had a little problem. Because, you know, naturally on a cruise ship, you're eating constantly, nonstop eating. I literally mm -hmm. ate from morning to noon, taking five-minute breaks five times a day. And then we went snorkeling, and they gave me a bunch of beers. I get in the water. You shit yourself? 
And the uh, first time was good. The second time, I just started swallowing seawater, trying to do some dives. That, with the beer and the food, I started fishing, uh, feeding the fish like crazy. He was throwing up underwater? <laughs> yes. Oh, God, could you Jesus imagine Christ, fucking dude. paying money on a cruise and being with this idiot? I mean, literally, at least a day's, you know, at least five pounds of food came out. Uh, Paulo, Pirate wants to talk to you. Go ahead, Pirate. Hey, Paulo, you said that people love doing, love calling in and criticizing you anonymously. My name is Chris. You're okay. a fucking idiot. Schindler's I... List is not life-affirming. It, it is. Over Come three on. months. It Come fucked on. me up for three months. It made me want to kill myself. It is not life-affirming. Schindler was a money-grubbing He was asshole. a great man, but that doesn't mean the movie makes me want to go out and save the world. The movie made me depressed and want to shoot myself. You're you know what? It's Wonderful Life is depressing, too. As far as I'm concerned, there's no real... I mean, yeah, sure, they've tacked a happy ending on, but the whole movie is one nightmare after another. I mean, God, yeah, sure. It is, little... and it makes you, at the end, it makes you believe that there's hope for something better. At sure. the end of list, all you have is depression. He and saved death. the Jews, sir. He saved... He saved <laughs> Not many. He wasn't even a Jew. He saved Jews. He's he saved the Jews. Why did they make me take a dive for Marty? I knew that movie better than anyone. Trust me, sir. I get your point. It's a wonderful life. It is life affirming, but nonetheless, it deals with unhappiness and misery. Follow. Just admit that you're never. Going to make another list for us. That's, sir, I, that's part of the problem. I do it for myself. I, I mean, these are thoughts I, you know, I'm very, very, I can defend these up and down, over and out, nonstop. I'm not worried about another fucking list, but I'm happy to give. I'm happy. If you tell me to do it, I do it. Listen, this is supposed to open people's minds. I'm sorry if, if some people... It's closed minds. minds. They have closed minds. They say oh that people God. are tearing fucking radios out of cars and <laughs> chucking them into the streets. This is this is what this is the first step. It's a twelve step program. This is the first step they Paulo, have. Paulo, nobody wants to listen to fucking Herbie Stemple's hundred and seventy five movies. I, I understand. No, and everybody wants to see the Joker kill people. I understand. Nobody wants to see uh, Haley Joel Osment look adorable and do good things for people. That's I understand. That's the problem. That's the problem, sir. That is the problem. They're all, they all have a heart of darkness out there. Mm -hmm. I was trying. I was trying to make a crack in that heart. I just... Here's Blackheart. See if you can work on him. Yeah. Hey, Ron, Fizz, how y'all doing? Good, buddy. What can we do for you? Um, you know, I hate to say it, but I got to agree with Paulo on Chandler's list. It was a feel-good movie that some scummy piece of crap changed his heart, went out and helped, you know, the hundreds of people live. I guess thousands of people now. And people just need to shut the fuck up and leave alone about it. You know what? If nothing else, I will convince them that Herbie Stemple knows what won the goddamn Academy Award for 1955. Jesus Christ. Paulo, I want a remake quiz show with you. 
Thank You're you. my fucking Herbie Stemple. Thank uh, you. Um, by the way, if you want to read Polo's ramblings, <laughs> read it by tonight because I'm fucking pulling it off the site by tomorrow. <laughs> I guarantee oh, you. I don't want that traced back. Open your heart. That was Miller's Crossing. I know. I know. I, it wasn't open your heart. It was look into your heart. Open your heart would be to kill myself. Okay. How would I open my heart? All right. Sorry. I got the quote wrong. Why was Miller Let's, Crossing All right. List? Great. I just got a cease and desist from examiner.com. Oh, shit. <laughs> they told me to limit my list. That's why it wasn't on the list. <laughs> so it's not on the top of my list. Miller's Crossing. I did include Raising Arizona. That is a, a positive movie. I worry about you, Polo. <laughs> I seriously do worry. Well, you should. I mean, I'm, I'm a ticking time bomb. I mean, I, my clock is running out. So <laughs> I'll take all the worry I can get. All right, my friend. All right. By the way, Polo's been saying he's going to die since the day I met him. <laughs> he is acting like he's only had a couple days left. And when I see a movie like The Lovely Bones or American Beauty, it gives me hope because you can fuck up your life and then once it's over, hey, you know, it's no big deal. Yeah, you saw a butterfly, you saw, you saw a bag blowing around in the wind. It's, that was pretty. Dennis Joyce is actually texting me about stuff that has nothing to do with my show during my show. Okay. Odd. Yeah. Well, actually, he met somebody who said uh, their whole thing was the best interview. And in the meantime, I'm involved in the worst interview <laughs> ever, trying to talk with Paul O. I'm trying to change everyone's life, but I know it's it's a long road. It's a long road, and eventually, you know, I'll be looking back from the other side saying, oh, well, I tried. You honestly believe there's an afterlife, Paul O? I do, and, you know, I understand. I do. I but do. Van Buren gets everything, <laughs> not me. The great Mark Van Buren could fart, and they love him. But because I'm a Jew, I can't be on the show anymore. Right, that's true. Now, the fact is that there is an afterlife. And, uh, you know, the big, the big question is, of course, nobody knows. I'm a big fan of agnostics. I think atheists are the dumbest people in the world. And the reason is, is because they think they know. Anyone who has any intelligence knows we know nothing. All right, talk to you later. All right. See you, Paul. All right, there we've... I want to... Can you make, like, a meme of Paulo as Quiz Show? Could you do that for me? If it's or, possible. If anyone knows how to do that oh, fucking Photoshopping bullshit, please get a hold of Chris Stanley or give us a call. We will send it to you immediately. And we want that listed now up on the site as Paulo's picture. Now I wish I could watch fucking Quiz Show all over again. Have you ever seen it, Fuzz? I've never seen Quiz Show. Oh, that's great. Have you seen Batman? Yes, that I've seen. <coughs> Nothing else, though. The Tim Burton and the Chris Nolan. That makes it easy to talk about a bunch of different things with you with. By the way, John Turturro is probably the best actor. He's amazing. He's an amazing person. I know, and they think that their best friend, Mike Tyson, is the best actor in the world because he's been on Broadway. Do you notice Mike talks like that now? Well, Opie and Anthony, since I entered the great white way, you're not English. He feels fancy, though. And they brought him on as the thespian, Michael Tyson. Ladies and gentlemen, 
I give you Michael Tyson. Mike Tyson. Who would have thunk it? Still alive. Come and on. actually doing well. Totally reinvented every his entire fucking Who life. Who would have saw that coming? It's awesome. I mean, him and OJ were like, okay, everyone's going to get locked up now. Everyone from the world of sport. Forever. Black world of sport is going to be locked up. Somehow Mike turned it around. I still would love to see him hit somebody. That'd be the shit. He's past that, though. He's done. He is past it. He's like a kind, fun guy, and he's like a vegan now or something. And he likes to sing and shit. It's fucking great. He sings great. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I saw Hangover 2. That's all I'm going to say. Did you see it, Fez? No, I didn't see that. Hangover 1? No. Aw. Oh. Come on, man. He doesn't watch sports. He doesn't watch the news. I kind of wonder what he does in that apartment. <laughs> Do you think you're saner or crazier than Polo? Oh, I think I'm saner than Polo. Polo goes out and he does things and he knows people and he interacts. He has a chick. I don't know. You're definitely much more cut off from the world. He also doesn't lock up. No, he do- he goes just the opposite. He spills out the words. Do you want to try a polo break like that sometime? Just talk about something that you know outside of yourself? Um, yeah. You ready to take the stick for the rest of the show? Me and, me and Hicks will get out of your fucking way. Let you fucking run with it. Let you gun with it. Maybe that's what's on board. I haven't heard anything back. I'm a little nervous. When I don't hear back, he's right there in front of me. I'm a little nervous about that, too. What, are you trying to put together your own thing? It's not working. Well, I don't want my list for too long. I want the fucking quiz show thing. I want the same thing from quiz show put up there. All right, we got a break here. I guess you got it for the rest of the show, Fez. You're gonna hit the fucking open field and run with it, or maybe another day. Um, maybe another day. That's not life affirming. Break. Uh, two, um, three o'clock snacks coming up. Hicks, what do you think it's gonna be today? Give me. I think we're going Brazil today. Hmm. I think today's the day. You gonna finally hit one? I fucking would like to. I fucking haven't hit one yet. I feel like a stupid asshole. <laughs> you are. I'm not stupid. You can't just I just guess. feel like what well, doesn't mean it's me. I am one. <laughs> you can just because you just can't guess fucking countries out of nowhere. <laughs> That's why everyone's mad at you. I only have two hundred to fucking choose from. Less now. We've gone to. We're not going to repeat countries. Uh, there is a horrific thing that the Arizona police department put up of a uh, cop being gunned down in cold blood, as they say. Uh, the guy got the death penalty for it. Have you seen it, Fez? No, I haven't seen this yet. I think if you watched it, you would give it the death penalty. I think if if anyone ever deserves, I don't even want to put the stuff up on the air. 
because it's too disturbing. But it's, if there's anyone who deserves a death penalty, it's this fucking dude. It's fucking crazy. I don't even know. I actually feel bad for the guy's family, but it was the chief of police that wanted to put this out. It's it's it, this is really one of the more fucking horrible videos. Could you put one in the back of that guy's head? Oh, easily. Yeah, I think I, I could do. too, yeah. and not just because it's a cop or anything else. But I just see his level of cruelty and just fucking insanity and stupidity and the fucking lowest form. None of, of it was life. fucking called for. None of it. None it's of it. Crazy for that to, for this to even happen. Yeah, I'd fucking do him easy, and I'd fucking love it. I'd feel good about it. You, the way that you're saying that is almost like it's too cold blooded. <laughs> Like, you're actually fucking loving the thought of it. I, oh, yeah, it'd be great. Scumbag. So you don't even look at the site at night. You don't look at movies. You don't look at TV. You don't read. And you don't listen to music. It's a very weird night. I would love to just have a Pow Talk camera put in Fez's house. You could go to the iBang and see what he's doing like he was living in a fucking zoo. I know that he was given one. He was given an account along with the steaks, the steak dinner, a bunch of other mm. stuff, and all that disappeared. Mm. I guess he's got it stacked in there with his Batman books. With his $10,000 of Batman books. Mad money. The restaurant that he was given for... The Pal Talk girls give it to him. They gave him a $400 gift certificate. Damn. He sat on it so long that the restaurant actually closed. <laughs> and it's true. The restaurant fucking closed down. I would have fucking used that. Give it up that night. Same day, yeah, same yeah. day. You would have bought a Blooming London and then $390 of fucking drinks. More cocktails and fried onions. My movie list is out, and I blame everybody else. It was uh, Ben Benson's was the name of it. And we're all like, oh, Fez, you're taking me to? Sure. We had one exciting day. A uh, great life-affirming video, the birth and death of a fly. It's a circle of life is up there. Um, Nasty. Man snaps his pole in three places. That is probably oh, no. not safe for work. Oh. And Hicks, you put up the plane crash from inside the plane. Yeah, that's fucking freaked out. Fez watches this, he might fucking start losing his mind. Well, I wish there was 3D glasses for Fez on this. <laughs> it's just these guys in a small plane. They're flying to a restaurant, was what the description was. And they hit, they, apparently they hit bad air. That's what the, that's what they said happened. They hit bad like air. Like a fart? Is that what bad air is? I think it's like, like fucking like warm air. Like, fuck, they hit a patch of it and if, they couldn't get any more altitude. Well, what kind of uh, plane is that? It's a, it almost looks like a prop plane. It's it's very small. It's a small one. And it looks like they're in Canada or Alaska or something. They're in Idaho, actually. Oh, wow. It's a beautiful country. Well, everything seems to go well so far. Everything's going nice. We're just flying along. Flying along. Yeah, Uh-oh. It's trouble. Tree, trouble. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Oh, here it is. Oh. Boom. Oh, my God. Are they dead? No. Everybody lived. Holy shit. That's, that's what I always constantly think about is... 
when I'm on a plane is what is that going to look Chris, like when it fucking set. goes down? Why would you show that to him? Holy shit, that is freaking me out. This this is fucking this is some hot shit going on right now on the internet. <sighs> you're right, Fez. But you're not going to be on this type of plane, Fez. You'll never be on this type of plane. But still, man, that's you see the trees coming up. You see, and then just it looks like the thing is just rolling into wreckage. You shouldn't. Yeah, it is. It's rolling into wreckage. Chris never should have showed you that. I oh man, I do not want to look at that again. He's that. There it goes. Every, everyone lived. I know, but it's making me feel like we're up this high, and the you it know, is. and the it's like the same there size. There it goes. There it goes. It's Fuck. crashing. They're fucking. They're flipping. The fucking plane <laughs> is fucking turning upside down. Chris, what? You freaked him out. Put on something nice. You right, Fezzy? No, that thing is just like spinning into into the ground. That's okay. Put well, don't go back to it when you know he feels upset. You know what? Here, hold on. Right. Let me put on Lovely Bones right now. It's a life affirming film that Paulo was giving me. Oh God! Sorry, Chris did that. He's that, an like totally. But I know you're never going to be in this small plane. You're, it's fine. But it made me. Dizzy what and feel was? like I was in it and we're up this high. How high are we? We're only like two floors up. 36. Holy shit. No, I'm freaking... <sighs> Easy, Fez. Easy, buddy. I can't catch my fucking breath. You don't even need to catch your breath. This is a place where they give the oxygen to us. Just breathe in. Oh, my oh God. God. Fe- uh, Hicks, God Hicks, Hicks, for the last time, right. don't fucking put that up. Okay. Fezzy, do your... Nice deep breathing. I can't think of what I'm supposed to do. You're supposed to breathe properly on your own. Oh Hicks. shit! Hicks. All right, all right. I, I'm not fucking. It's, it's, it's off. It's off. It's off. It's he off. It's off. No, he isn't no, dead. I dead. promise he's you. Not dead. He's not they dead. They wouldn't even put that out. He just got a little hurt. He's not dead. He's not dead. No more. Hicks, seriously, there's a fucking part of you that's just awful. No more. There's a part of you that's fucking... Because Fez doesn't like that kind of stuff. Done. Look, picture Paula. That's not helping. Okay. No more. Do you think most people would feel that way if they saw that crash, Fez? Or Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, because I think that's like one of the big phobias and fears in the country is fear of flying. My fear, and I'm glad I have it, is fear of Hicks and his lack of compassion. By the way, I got another thing from Dennis that just apologized oh, for interrupting the show. Class act. And this is why I don't give out my number. Class act. There you go. No more, all right? No more No more plans. You think most people are having the same reaction? Shocking video. If they look at that, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just hanging on for dear life. I feel like the whole floor is going to give out. We're safe. If We're it here. does, we'll be on the internet like these people. I've, I'll be able to record it right from here. The whole long trip down. I'll record mine too. I'll be like, um, I've always, you know, I've always thought on the play. What's it like as you, you know, it's going down and you're waiting that time until it just crashes. Don't well, think there it. it is. There it is, right there. <sighs> They were all and safe. And I can't get it out of my head. They're all safe. They're fine. What you need is another uh, 
thing of just a safe landing. Alright. You know what does remind when something gets in your head you can't get it out? Yeah. Do you watch that uh, Showtime show uh, Extras? No. Hmm. Just give it a shot. It's pretty good. Do you watch it? I've seen Extras, yeah. This week there was like a sad thing. Um, it was Joe in Utah. You're my Fez. Yeah, Fez said that he uh, doesn't believe in God, and I just heard him say God in heaven. Well, he does believe in those kind of... I do believe in using that name in vain. Okay, it's not Extras. What's the name of it? I thought it was Extras, though. Extras is a Gervais show. Uh, what do I watch, then? With The one with Joey. Oh. Oh, yeah, that show. All right. Is it just Joey? No. What fucking year is this? Fucking 89? <laughs> Episodes? That's it. Episodes and extras. I always fuck them up. Um, Jason, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron Fed and Road Rash. Hey, Fez, watching that video, is, Road Rash. Is, it more, is it more nervous today watching that video knowing that uh, O&A and little Jimmy are flying out to Chicago today? Oh, God. I didn't even want to think about anybody that uh, on a plane. They're flying a big plane. They're not in this tiny prop plane. Big planes never go down. That's the lucky thing. They're fucking more safe in this fucking tiny plane than these guys. Do you feel bad for showing that over and over to Fez until he lost it? I don't Do want... you feel better now, Fez, or is the image still in your head? It's it's still there. I'm trying to... I can't let go of the console, and I'm, like, trying to get my breathing back to where I... Where You've got it human. Back. Can I tell you something? If I hadn't been in here before, look at me. Focus on me. If I hadn't been here before, I just walked in now. I look over here like there's a guy who doesn't have a care in the world. I mean, yeah, he's a little stiff and he's holding on to the table, and his eyes are wet. I feel like my throat closed up. Well, in your line of work, you don't want to do that. You got to keep that thing ready to deep throat at any fucking given second. Yeah. And just. Yeah. Just ready to relax. All time. Uh, Jay in Cleveland, you're on the run of Fed show. Hey, Fred, do you ever put yourself in a situation where you don't personally inject yourself into it? I'm putting myself in that situation with there's those no guys. Reason. I'm there's, looking at that guy. I'm sure he's dead, no and everyone's just to. telling me he's not. No, he's not dead. He's very fair. You know, Fez does do that. It's why he can't watch play Madden, because he's always thinking that people are tackling him. <laughs> Um, I don't know. People are now writing to me. Where is this? It's up on the iBang. What's it under, though? What's the title? Watch a plane crash from inside the plane. Uh, don't. Well, there they are moments before, and everybody's yeah, having and, fun, and they don't realize. See, that's the thing. It's like everybody's all happy. They don't expect one thing to go wrong. Um, like the three of us sitting in here. We're fine, aren't we? Feeling good. And then the next second, you don't even know what could happen. Well, we do know because we saw the video crashes. Yeah. Um, Barry, you're on the run of Fez show. I wonder what it's like when an elevator car is kicked. Clint, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, I just want to give Fez a little advice. I've been an air traffic controller for 10 years, and there hasn't been an airline accident involving a death in over three years in this country, and there hasn't been a mid-air collision in over 30. So it's it still is the safest form of travel. You have nothing to worry about. You know, and it's a lot of fun. It's the greatest way to go. 
It's really, I mean, that, I mean, I know you have stats, but it's really hard to believe it when that video was on. And there, and there they go. They're getting ready to crash again into the trees. The trees See, you can't it. believe any of those fucking stats because look at. Eggs, why do you there put they it go. Look at that. Look at that. There it is. It just flipped. It's just fucking tearing up those trees, and you just see everything getting mangled. It's upside None down. None of the trees died. Camera, the camera's still good. That's how it was. That's a, how safe it is. The camera's still shooting. Look, there they are. Everybody's happy. There they are. They're snapping. They're sleeping. Look, he's taking a nice rest. He's not napping. He's that's covered how in I, blood. That's how I sleep. I just like to cover up in blood and take a nice nap. He's Everybody's not, okay. They've got Everybody's his head okay. propped up against a log. That's, that's like not a napping. pillow. You don't, he's fine. All right, they're going into his mouth. Oh, oh what? Are they pulling a tooth out of his yes. chin? Yeah. Yes, he had a tooth in his chin. Yeah. So what? Everything, oh, no, that's his chin bone. Yes, his chin bone. That's yeah. connected to the he's face bone. Just in the plane crash. Everything's good. Hicks, yeah. I've asked he's, you nine times to turn that off. Oh, my God, look at all the blood coming out of him. Just don't get yourself caught up in that. It's just the wreckage. Do you think that maybe you take this stuff too personal? Easy with that. You can be upset without being all fucking hyper. All right, so, see, see, they put it in slow motion here. That's not helping anybody. They didn't put it in slow motion. You did. You're slowing it down to make, look. That, what? What? what the, the, the lights. Yes, is we have lights. Is someone fucking with the lights on me? Look, you can see us all, and you know where the light switch is right there. No lights went out. Like something's happening in this building. Like Look that. at that. Oh, God, the slow mo. You just see all the stuff coming through the windshield. You see that guy just getting mangled? Looks like he has an iPad. Okay. The important thing is that none of it happened. It's just a TV show. That's the important thing. It's real. It's a video. Yeah, this happened in Idaho. These guys hit some bad air. And they Steve, you're on the running face show. Lost their shit. Hey, yeah. Uh, I'm a private pilot, and I've, uh, you know, I fly those little airplanes. That guy's full of shit. You don't hit a warm pocket of air, and the airplane won't climb. The guy overloaded the airplane, and that's why I couldn't climb. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's what you got to do, Fez. Get in a nice empty plane. Yeah. Don't have any other people. They're never empty. They're always filled to capacity. Well, that's the beauty of it. Now, here's the thing that I've been See, worried about. I right, notice there's a hat up there, right? Mm -hmm. Is that missing afterwards, or were they able to save it? <laughs> I had a hat. I mean, that wreckage was pretty terrible, so I think that hat's gone. I never knew that you had a problem seeing plane crashes. From the inside, Fuzz. This is a new one. This is the first time I've ever seen a plane crash from the inside. First time anyone has. Um, Look at it just spin. What spin? The whole plane, when it, after it hits the trees and it starts going down, it's just rolling. That's just the camera. The rest of it stayed perfectly down. Look at that beautiful scenery. Is it like, that they're about to crash into. The last thing they said before they crashed, the guy yelled, Hey, a lake over there. There's a deer getting a drink. Oh. All right, this is what Liz Sets Fire said. Please keep showing Fez that crash. This Why? is the hardest he's made me laugh in a while. Why is this funny, Liz? Well, it's just that you're involved, you're doing stuff, you're part of it. This is a different angle of the crash. Oh, no. 
Holy oh, shit. Oh, there he goes. Holy fuck. Oh, man. man. Good. Everyone's okay. Look. Oh, that guy just got flung from the fucking plane. Yes, nicely, though. In a way that made him feel good. He, he got tossed out, right? Nobody was hurt. Nobody, they said, nobody oh. was... What's that? There's a close-up of that bloody guy's face while he's laying on the log. His eyes are open like... Look, he's dead. Fezzi, can I just tell you something? He was fine. He owed the other guy's money, and they whipped his ass. There was a bet on whether or not they were going to live. They did. He wouldn't look. The plane's fine the way it's laying there. The plane is upside down. It's wheels up in the air. And then you have to think about how you're going to crawl out of that wreckage if you do even get to that part. Well, they get Why can't you just stay in it? I would. I would just comfortably stay in the wreckage. And I'd be like, look, you guys can get out if you want, but if it rains, I'm still, I'm locking this door. I'm laying here in the gasoline. <laughs> you guys, there's no light. It's so insane. It makes you, like, not want to buckle up because you want to get out of that. Mess of metal. But, what, remember the old sound, the old song, "Buckle up, Fez Watley, buckle up." I don't We're going to crash, Fez Watley. So <laughs> oh, you God. better buckle up. Here we go. Just watch it from this part because this, this this is slowly is the helping other you. Angle. Yeah, this is the angle that doesn't crash. <laughs> it's a prettier angle. It really is nice country in Idaho. Yeah. People always bring up the potatoes things, but there's a lot of beautiful country and white supremacists. That's the thing. <laughs> Survivalists. <laughs> as soon as they crash, four skinheads fucked them and killed them. There it, there goes. it is. There yeah, it is. There's safe landing. Oh, That's man. a safe landing. That's not a safe That's landing. That's a safe landing. Look, he's getting thrown from the plane. There it is. Oh. The wings are just folding up like paper. That means the plane's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. See, oh, there he is. There's Fez's oh, favorite God. guy, <laughs> Mister. Guy with his chin minor, bone it's showing. Minor injuries. Minor. Why is that guy putting his thumb into his skull? Why does anyone put their thumb into their skull, Fez, to see what it feels like? Feels good. And that guy is so injured that he can't even say stop when you peel the skin back from my chin bone. It hurts. Well, you got this promise for me. That when when this building crashes, we're never going to finger your chin bone. Yeah, we'll probably just be fucking obliterated. It's okay. We're pretty high. Relax, Fezzi. Relax. You already know your stuff to do. And by the way, do you notice that you're not hyperventilating? You're just angrier now? While you close your eyes uh -huh. and just think about this being a plane. No. It's upside down. Oh, God. It feels like it. But I if anyone can say anything to you, how come I can't say everything's good? And you'll be like, oh, yeah, it is. You only want to believe the bad. Why can't we look at the miracle of this? These guys got out safe. Yeah, they're good. No, they were torn apart by bears an hour later. But the uh. fact of the matter is... Look, this guy's fucking great. He was in the back seat, got thrown from the plane. You ever notice this? You never see, like, in these private things, you see a bunch of guys up there. You never see four black guys flying around together? No. Uh-uh. I did see four South American guys flying a plane just like that, and it landed, and they were yelling, unload, unload, <laughs> fucking pointing guns at us. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking weighing everything here. <laughs> Tense. Shit. And I taste it this way. All right? It's got to be my own taste. Don't fucking sit around with chemicals. I know what I'm looking for. 
There's obviously not even a first aid kit on that plane. They've got like a dirty tissue on that guy's face. Why would they have a first aid kit? Come on. You don't normally live through this. Oh, I was in a plane <laughs> crash. Someone give me a band-aid. That's always the, the flotation. You're seen as a flotation device yeah. in history. Have you ever heard of a motherfucker saying, floating on this seat, save me? You we crashed it. in the no. ocean, but luckily, floating on this seat, I was fine. I'm glad they put the slow motion in. Really captured. I'm not. Why? Why? That's the only way that you really see the propeller coming off. Yeah. Um, coming up in just a little bit. It's three o'clock snack. And um, today's snack, I think, is going to surprise everybody. I'm hoping for Brazil. That's it's, what I call today's it. snack is cheese and crackers. Oh. So, it's just all different cheeses, all different crackers. It's delicious. <laughs> I love cheese and crackers. I know what we're doing on April 4th. April 4th? Why would... Oh, because no one will know. Um, let's go over to... Um, Art, you're on the Renafe show. Hey, Ronnie. Sound like a million. Good. Uh, who does not love animated Fezzi? I would be putting disaster films on a freaking loop. And I'd be listening and cracking my ass up. He's very much Have you looked at this yet? Can I tell you something? It's a horror film. Yeah, but can I tell you something? Just What's a little that? while ago, Fez, you were the guy that was afraid to take the stick. And now I look at you. You've taken the stick. You've driven that plane into the bottom. That's right. There's bodies everywhere. Do we have to keep showing it? I can't stop We don't it. have to. It's broken. That's a choice we're making. And can I just tell you something? <laughs> and I hate, you know what? The, the before pictures are just as bad because you know something horrific is going to happen don't, to those guys. Don't ruin you, that for everybody, though. There's spoiler, a lot of people. Spoiler alert. It's in the title. We should put the title up as Fun Plane Ride, Nothing Bad Happens. <laughs> Be careful, don't, but still, don't turn off in case there's a fun swerve. <laughs> now, here's the thing, Fez. When this started, right, you were crying and you wanted it turned off. Yeah. You're doing much better with it now. I don't feel like I'm doing much better with it. No, you are, because you were crying hysterically at one point, and I was telling Hicks to put it off, but then he kept putting it on, and I noticed that every time after that, you started getting a little bit better, and by the time we're done with this, not only are you going to be able to watch this calmly, you're going to be able to stay calm during your plane crash. I don't. That's where I want to get with this. You'll know what it's like, because you've seen this video so many times. Where I can actually take people up for a plane crash and say, look, it's not so bad. Check it out, everybody. Who's ready to crash today, everybody? <laughs> I'm not me. Fucking nosedive, this fucker. It's probably a good thing those trees were there. It probably broke the fucking It's ball. exactly what it is. It's like they landed in soft fucking green pillows. That's the thing that's... Oh, it's Man, it's just tearing that plane apart. It's ripping it to shreds. And you yet got... it didn't. And they flew out of there that later that day. Same All they had to do plane. was get spark plugs. It's the only thing they needed. Here's the weird thing. You don't think that these guys are going to have a great fucking story to tell forever? And great video to go along with it. Yeah, that's true. If I was this guy, I was like, do me a favor. Don't fucking put the picture of me up. Because he doesn't look his best right there. No. I mean, that no. thing started, he was a pretty good looking guy. It looked like he could be losing an eye, too. That thing's so swollen. How did he keep his teeth, though? 
He looks kind of pussy in this picture, though. He does. He doesn't look like... The other guys look like, fuck, I don't care if we had a plane crash. Yeah. But you're on the Run Fez show. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey, Fez, I don't know what you're freaking out about. I mean, you get on an elevator every day, and I bet if Pepper strapped, duct-taped you to an office chair and tuck, just tossed you down a flight of stairs the fire escape, you'd probably... Your shoe would fall off and you'd muss up your hair. No biggie. Mm. All right, here's something that somebody read, Fez. Are you ready to hear any kind of advice show stuff? Okay. Because there's some... Uh, and this comes from Bad News Jeff. Fez is his problem in life. Every sentence starts with, it feels like, blah, 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 blah. Always what he feels. Logic is totally missing from his life. Yet he worships at the altar of his own feelings. There is nothing you can do for him because logic is irrelevant to them. You do say quite a few times, Fezzi, blah, 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 instead of words. And that words me out. Bad news, Jeff, should be your new therapist. There's no logic to watching this I'm calling for bad news, Jeff, please. I'm having a panic attack. I got some bad news for you. By the way, I'm Jeff. Here comes bad news, Jeff. I bet it makes it this time. I bet they make it to the airport. It's not going to make it. How do you know? Because I've seen this several times now. Well, don't ruin it for other people. What does it it feel like? It worries the hell out of me. Why why are you worried? That this is going to happen to a plane that I'm in or other people are in. That you're just going to see the earth rising up at you, and uh, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do except just try to not, what, cover yourself up from the shards of fiberglass of this thing just shattering. You're only seeing it from the bad side. I don't see a positive side here. They make it. That's the positive side. Yeah, they're fucking fine. They all fucking walked away from this These guys thing. are fucking bulletproof. It's like fucking Final Destination, except they can't die. Steve and Red Bank, you're on Run Fez. Hey, fellas. So, uh, Ron and, and Pep, they always make me laugh. But, Fez, you make me get a panic attack. Every time you get like this, all of a sudden I start getting sweaty. I feel nauseous. I'm in the car driving, doing 65. And I'm going to crash listening to you. Don't crash. But here's the thing. Fez is other people's plane crash video. That when they, There's a lot of people, when they hear Fez, they go, what if I did that? Fez, every time you get like this, it, it makes me sick to my stomach. You got to get better so you make me better. The weirdest thing about God, panic attack people is if they go, what if this happens to me in public? What if other people see me doing this? And that's the only place that Fez really has them. How many panic attacks a week do you think you have, Fez? I would say I probably have eight a week. Fuck. Ooh. Maybe you should start listing them. Where it gets like that, where the, the hyperventilating starts. and What was your last one before this? Um, that was just out on the street. It was like walking back to my apartment just out of nowhere. It just, All of a sudden, the world looked weird. The world is weird, dude. The world is a vampire. And I could, and it felt like I couldn't get home fast enough. Well, that's because despite all your rage, you're still just a fucking rat in a cage. All right, I got a break here, Fez. We come back. We're going to show you a Ferris wheel falling. Oh, God. Everyone dies in this one. 
How could they not? Yeah, well, that's because they're all holding babies. <laughs> right back with lots more, including the 3 o'clock snack, Ron and Fez show. This is the Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez continues. It's the Ron Fez Show. Hicks, this is one of your favorite bands. It's Kurt Vile. The Moose put me on to this guy. He's great. Who else are you doing? These are all kind of uh, new things that you're into today? Yeah. This is my playlist. Sure. This Gary Clark Jr. over the show with. Yeah. Sally that was Fo- strong as shit, by the way. Sally Ford and the Sound Outside, which is probably my favorite new band. They've been, I think, formed around 2010 was their first album. They're fucking fantastic. This broads the shit. I love her. So that's Sally Ford and the Sound Outside. And this is Kurt Vile. You're hearing right now? Uh-huh. And a little Fleece Brothers after this from upstate New York. So only four on your playlist, not five. I fucked that up, didn't I? Is it just a four-song list? <laughs> it's just four here on the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen us do that before. I'm, I'm James <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And we got time, I guess, to the end of the show, but this can run on. Add a song to the playlist. All right. And become a big, big winner. Get yourself a prize. Um, this is nice. How come you never bring any of your fun bands in? I try to book them and they fucking blow me off. It's fucking terrible. I've tried to book two of the people on this list. I got fucked over. I think it's just bad timing. We got a Brooklyn Funk band coming in in uh, August. I think in August. And I would also, well, I don't want to say it on the air, but somebody I definitely want to book in for August. 
because I think we're going to work for the first time in our careers probably um, the week before Labor Day. Wild. That shit's going down. There's always Dead Radio Week. That and Christmas are Dead Radio Week. People are just out getting fucking whacked. So add your song to the comment section to the playlist to win. That's right. Try on the IB wire. Now it's got to fit with what Chris has got up there. So who's the bands you have up? Okay, I have Gary Clark Jr., Sally Ford, The Sound Outside, Kurt Vile, and The Fleece Brothers. All uh, young up-and-comers. So that's what we're looking for, a young and up-and-comer. Yeah. It might take us to tomorrow to listen to all the songs and decide. That'll be Chris's job, since mm-hmm. he only picked four. But we could do this. It's really impressed Chris Stanley. That's right. Come on. What who, you got? Believe me, he thinks because he's buddies with Mooch, he has to be very, <laughs> very discerning with his music. I do. I don't want to be made fun of. Um. Oh, jeez, what a nightmare. So anyway, put your comment up there on what you would like to be uh, the fifth song on Chris's playlist. At least on the front page of it. It's all gets a little nuttier from there. But the important thing is just add a song to the playlist. That's, That's all. it. Just, just for song number five. Look at the playlist. Just get your head off the fifth thing. All right. Get that out of your fucking noggin right now. <laughs> Let that be a plane crash. By the way, you notice, if you're not fucking with Fez, <laughs> he stays quiet. He has to be. You have to say something that's totally against what he believes or ask him something about his shrink. Anything else he stays down for. He stays quiet. Coming up in just a couple of minutes. Um, it is the three o'clock snack today. I think it's going to be cheese and crackers. I um, like cheese and crackers. Yeah. And they're tasty. I do like looking at women though, too. What's your favorite football snack? Uh, wings. I like wings. Delicious. You can't beat wings. Well, you can beat them, but they are delicious. They're a good mainstay. They're solid. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, there's some wings here. And oddly, though, you don't want to sit around eating big pieces of chicken and watch a game. You don't <laughs> want just, like, <laughs> lifting the thigh to your mouth watching a big game. But a wing is perfect. Oh, it's great. Sandwich is good, too. You ever do the joke um, with uh, when you go into Hooters to say to the guy you're with, hey, if we run in any chicks, I'll be your wingman? And then just trying to you know, get a big fucking pound, blow a pound. That from now on. Yeah, go ahead and enjoy. <laughs> I want you know what I mean. I want the jokes out there. Yeah. See, there's there's not a Hooters in Queens, but there is the ripoff place cans. So I can't use the joke though. And their gimmick is we just sell everything in cans of beer. We have lots of different cans of beer. Now and scantily dressed women. There was a thing about them that they were going to have a reality show, and we were all excited because we knew one of the people in it. But new. No. Oh man. New. No. They're expanding. CC Sabathia owns one of the franchises. Well, the things are happening, aren't they? Yeah. Definitely. Um, soccer starts in a couple of minutes. We're going to have to try to get a internet feed on that. Yeah. Um. I also want to be kept up with the decathlon. I want to be kept up with every single thing that's happening in the world today. Uh, 
you know, now the here's something kind of weird. The men's beach balls, uh, beach volleyball is on right now. It almost doesn't seem as good. No, you want to you want to watch women playing the beach volleyball. It's much more entertaining. We got a piece up on the iBang that I forget who put it up there. Well, the link will be around too. But it said, "What if they shot all sports like beach volleyball?" It's just hysterical. There you see the ass shots with beach volleyball. Oh. But as you look by, what if they were just focusing on? Oh God! Ass cracks of different Olympians. Just. It's bulges. really fucking funny. Because it is true. It's the only sport. Like, if you're watching beach volleyball and they go like two or three minutes without showing you an ass shot, you're like, come on, dude. What are you doing to us? Let's fucking enjoy this fucking game. Part of what we're fucking tuning in for. You know, the divers got some fucking great asses too, but they don't get to seem to get as much play. No, they don't get the love. They go by too fast. Yeah, but you get to see them walking in and out. I'm this, not looking at them in the air. This is just fucking... I don't like that at all. That's just... Cock a, wrestling? It's a face in a bulge. Oh. That's an ass. It is an ass, but look, there's also a sack hanging. <laughs> Men are just disgusting. Oh, it's just fucking bulge city. Thank God that this doesn't happen. Oh. Cocks. There's cocks there. They should try it one year. Oh. What's that? Shooting it like it's a uh, like it's beach volleyball. Okay, now you're making sense, right? You're doing the whole thought. No, now I got you. No, feels it's. I feel I'll dirty. Leave everybody hanging. I feel dirty. You are dirty. <laughs> no, I took a shower today. Yesterday. Thank you. Fuck. No further questions. Fuck. You may step down. Fuck. Anyone who doesn't get up in the morning and shower, I just don't even understand it. Oh, no, you get your day started. I, um, yeah, I've fucking woken up late sometimes. And I'm from, I don't shower. I just go roll out of my fucking couch. And I'm in fucking, I'm in, in work and he's at serious in 22 minutes or something crazy like that. Where I'm just. Same clothes you passed out in? <laughs> You've done that? Yes. Same yeah. underwear, too? Yes. Yes, I have. Filthy. That, yeah, that could be considered. Anyone who does that is some, the filthiest person. Circles. <laughs> Um, we put up a thing last night with this person named Lorena. I don't know how to spell it. She's a Brazilian supermodel. But people have gotten obsessed with her bathing suit. They're not used to this type of bathing suit. And they're saying that this stingray has landed on her vagina. Oh, my God. There is some kind of bathing suit that just kind of sticks on that you don't need straps to. Oh, I don't know if I like that. I'm reading right here from the designer. He says, it sticks right on the pussy and holds it tight. That's what that is. Whoa, that's fucking weird. You're fucking weird, dude. It's just, She's a hot model. It's a, all right, okay, this picture, fucking 2-1. Yeah. It looks like there's like no vagina there. With the rocks, it looks like her vagina's missing. You look like you're missing from a rocky <laughs> <It's> vagina. <outlined. laughs> it's a bathing suit. It, in, in this fucking angle, it looks creepy. It looks like she has a But you get crotch. to see her hot little hips and all. No, yeah, it's sexy. But it's fucking Here's what you got to remember. It's freaking me out a little bit. It sticks completely to the vagina. Okay. And doesn't let go. It's just like squeezing that pussy. Yeah, I'd like to see the other side of it to see the way it sticks to the ass crack. I'm thinking that it barely sticks to the ass crack. 
There's another person with writing instead of a fucking regular tattoo. Yeah, people have just done that, right? you know long fucking things. It's probably in Portuguese or some shit. It does. It's Portuguese for uh, uh, this um, this bathing suit is sticking too tightly to my vagina. I can't even take it off. Oh my god! Your chance to win up on the iBank today. Add something to Chris's playlist. That's right. Get a little, get a little piece. In a matter of minutes, uh, we will be. Locked in with today's three o'clock snack, and who wasn't excited about that? We have an even bigger lead: the two Americans in the decathlon over the next the third guy in third place. We're fucking killing it. Why aren't I watching that on live fucking TV? Because why would they show when they could fucking tease us for eighteen hours? Uh, write me a letter, NBC. I hate you. Okay, NBC. I hate you. I hate your fucking guts. Hate your fucking guts. And this was long before the Olympics started. This was long before. It has more to do with the Today Show. Olympics, Today Show. You should probably mention the elevators in this building, too. I hate the way you fuckers clog up the elevators. I hate the way you clog up elevators. Oh, here's our buddy Ken Shane. Hey, Ken. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Very well. Uh Good, man. I uh, just wanted to compliment Chris on his exquisite musical taste. I saw Gary Clark Jr. at the Newport Folk Festival a couple of weeks ago. I'd listened to a little bit of his music online and whatnot, but, man, he lit the place up. He's nasty. That guy is somebody you are going to be hearing a lot about. I mean, the guy can do it all. It's Hendrix. It's 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 easy top. I mean, it's blues rock. And then all of a sudden he goes into a ballad and busts out this this uh, this falsetto voice and sounds like the stylistics in 1972. Now here's Nothing the weird thing: we're constantly it. hearing from people, "Oh, there's no good music anymore. There's no great mu music." But then a guy like this comes along, and you're like, "This is fucking amazing." He would have been hit in any decade. Yeah, he's fucking really good. He's really young. He's fucking great. Yeah, I'm going to tell you something, man. At the festival, which was great again. Uh, aside from Gary's set, my, my two favorite sets came on the festival's smallest stage and from two people, you know. There were great sets by Wilco and My Morning Jacket and Jackson Brown, all these people. But in the what they call the museum stage, which is the smallest stage inside a small museum that's on the ground, uh, first of all, somebody you'd really appreciate was Amy Helm, Levon's daughter, who just... I've seen Amy. A, a killer set. She's got a new album coming out. She played some really cool covers with her little acoustic band, including a, a really cool one of uh, Stone's song, Moonlight Mile. and then One of my uh, favorite songs in the world. She did the band's Twilight, but uh, she did a song called Roll Away. I don't know what it was written about, but there wasn't a dry eye in the house because everybody at that festival was thinking of her father. He had been there many times. People loved him, and his image was flashing up all weekend on the big screens, and I mean, people were just crying in, in the audience when she played this song. And the other great set in that same space was this guy. You've probably heard a little about him lately, this guy Rodriguez. I don't know if you know his story, but it's a pretty amazing story that this guy has. They just made a new documentary about him called uh, Searching for Sugar Man, which, uh, which is getting a lot of play. But he's, like, he's an amazing guy. If anybody gets a chance to check out his music or see him, that's, it's well worth doing. And check out his Story. I mean, yeah, we had true. it up on the iBang, on the Filter of Excellence, the Searching for Sugar Man, um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of great shit out there, and uh, 
We got to try to work in getting some of these guys in, Chris. Yeah, yeah. cool. All right, thanks so much, Ken. You bet, Ron. And I hope you visit us in New York sometimes. I know Rhode Island is far away, but sometimes I hope you can swing by and see us. All right, we got the three o'clock snack up mm-hmm. today. Check, please. Ah, <laughs> Czechoslovakia. That's my winner right off the bat. She's a pretty young lady. One one. Beautiful. These are strong ones. Fez, if you don't start talking, I'm gonna have him put the the. Uh, I'll do it. The video back up. Just put the video back up for okay. him fucking not talking. Right. Why do you sit when you're not being fucked with? I shouldn't. I know you shouldn't do it. You had all that energy before when the plane was crashing. You like to get it back? No, I don't want to get plane crash energy back. But why just sit after the fact? Fez is one of the few people who ever think that there's a bench in radio where you could actually be pulled from the game, put on your sweats, and sit there and watch the rest of the game go by. What do you think to yourself? I hope Chris gets an assist. No, I think get off the bench. Do you think to yourself, like, we got a big enough lead? Uh, I can rest a little bit, let Chris just fucking mop up? <laughs> there it goes. Yeah. Again. I don't think he's going to make it this time. Just get up it's over the top of the top. Get up to the top of the... Get on the top of those trees. It's, there it goes. Um, Fuck. See, you got off the bench, aren't you? And you're doing your same bit as you did before. Uh, 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 Blowhard, you're on the Run of Fez show. You're doing a snack, and I really like it, but why the hell are you ignoring Scandinavia? Norway, Sweden, and Denmark have the most beautiful women in the world, and you're picking some of these countries that are just like, you know, pig farmer countries. All right, before Spain? The class of the class. Can I tell you something? Sweden was week one, second day. Really? Now, Where was I? I don't know. What about Norway? Norway we will never do because of the shootings. And that oh, bums people on. out. It, ma- it makes people feel bad. They're like, is this model still alive? Is this one? Here we go. Still, no one can forget about it. And Hicks, your music really blows. You're a you blow. from Brooklyn. You blow. I'm from Queens, hipster. dick. Why don't you just put on some Argent and just dig it, man? Just listen, I'm sorry I'm not fucking picking shit from the 70s, all right? I really, I apologize But can to I just say hard. something before we get into that? Yeah. We play plenty of 70s music. We know, play 80s music. We play hear. 90s music. You know, when you hear people say, wow, this sounds like this from the 70s, and this sounds like that from the 70s, why don't you just play the original instead of playing these knockoffs? It's not a knockoff. The fucking guy's making new music. You are not just new, not getting what you want. Copying the same old shit. I mean, it sounds like the stylistics. Right. Put on no one should make fucking music stylistics. anymore, Blowhard. There's fucking music. We should outlaw fucking musical instruments. And you don't even know who Joe Walsh was. What do you know about music? I ain't know who fucking Joe Walsh was. Or I'm not a fucking Giant Eagles fan. I, I do know now. He's a fucking heard, analog I man. You never even listened to like anything like James Gang before. You were like, you know, too busy listening to. I don't even what I listen to. Can I can I tell you something, Blowhard? He wasn't alive when the James Gang was around. <laughs> yeah, but how come certain people, young people, love the classic rock? And I mean, I like new music, but some of this stuff is just—it's just repetitive. You're lying. You don't original, like new music. Uh, Blowhard, the shit that he played today was great. It really was. Yeah, Brooklyn hipster. He wants to be a Brooklyn hipster so bad. You You're live right. in Brooklyn. Right. Why do you hate Brooklyn? I'm not in that part of Brooklyn. I live in a real Brooklyn. I live in a real. 
real Brooklyn. I'm not like some poser who comes from Kansas and says, hey, man, I live in a loft and overpay, drink uh, latte and be a vegan, and then I'm going to say I'm from Brooklyn, man. I live in real fucking Brooklyn. I'm not like one of these posers walking around down there in Williamsburg and Dumbo and all these asshole hangouts. I'm not going to drink a can of PBR and say, oh, man, this is so cool. Let's play some skee-ball, man. Oh, let's go pay $17 for a cup of coffee and a croissant, man. I'm from Brooklyn, man. Blood. I want real coffee from a Greek diner from a guy named Stavros. I want a fucking toasted bagel. Blowhard. Blow Brooklyn. Careful, I think some of the, the kids are walking through your yard right now. <laughs> yeah, they pretty much. Go off my lawn, you bastards. It's not the real Brooklyn. It's just a, a, a name, a label. It's just a brand, and they're all coming here, and I wish they would get the fuck out. They're all taking over the, every neighborhood now. It's just you know, you used to – this is the first time that anyone's ever complained about the white minority ruining their neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. You used to complain about the Chinese moving in. Well, they don't bother me. The hipsters bother me. Why do they bother you? Because they're I young? I go into a Chinese place. I can, get, I can get a pork bun and a cup of coffee for a dollar. Nice. You go to the hipster place. You got to sit in line. Yeah, listen to Nora Jones music. Oh, do you want a frappe mochaccino? I wanna, oh. I'm going to ask you the truth. Have you ever walked into a hipster coffee shop in yes, your I life? Yes, I have. In Park Slope, I've been to a couple on 7th Avenue. and right. I've been around. And uh, like I said, I don't like what I'm seeing. I don't like the change. I don't like... And, Park Slope's been gentrified for fucking 15 years. It's well, not even, that's like nothing new. from the Midwest and from like, they're not even from New York. And they think they're, oh, I'm from Brooklyn, man. They don't know shit about Brooklyn. They don't know the history. They have no respect for the, for, just for the borough itself. And they mock true Brooklynites. They say, oh, that Brooklyn accent is so, oh, I can't it's, do it. They they're not coming here from fucking, I don't know, England or something. I'm just saying they're not it's just a bunch of posers. It just sounds great when you say, Hey, I'm I live in Brooklyn, man. And I don't even say Brooklyn, you know what they say? Oh, I live in like Dumbo. Oh, I live in Oh you know, they they just wanna just have this like it's just like a fashion accessory. You know, their their identity and it's all false and fraudulent. Try to find soccer. And it's just stupid. All right, blowhard. I just got to tell you how it is, Ronnie. I'm sorry. I understand. Maybe I'm a little irritated. Yay. You're the first old guy who hated young people, so this is a whole new angle. No one's ever it. fucking taken a shot at Frappuccinos before. You know, you're the first person ever to take Starbucks down a notch. Speaking of using Brooklyn as a brand, one of the guys in Tyson's Posse today had an Astoria hat on. I, I, almost, I was like about to ask him where you get that hat. <laughs> are, are you from here? But I didn't. I didn't want to bother him. When you were looking at Tyson, you feel like you could take him? Fuck no. He looked like a coiled fucking viper, I felt like. Like fucking, you know, like fucking, if you fuck with him, he will knock you the fuck out still. A coiled viper is yeah. fucking hysterical. Yeah. Like, don't fuck with that. It'll still fuck you up. Um, someone please email us and tell us how to watch, or call us and tell us where to watch this women's soccer on the, on the fucking web. I can't sit around and wait for tonight. And I can't. We don't have the other fucking thing. We need it on the internets. On the internets. I sure as shit ain't going to get it from any of these Brooklyn hipsters who are drinking <laughs> frappuccinos and saying, oh, it's so great to be here, Lattes. Um, Pat, you're on the Run of Fez show. How, how come Blowhard sounds like one of those guys who wouldn't let the Irish have jobs in the 1800s? Those are going to fly. I like people that still get fucking intimidated by people who say man 
which has been slang now for over 60 years. <laughs> and whenever you see a douchey person on the internet, they add that man thing to the end yeah, of man. it. man. Like, because I don't fucking fit in with anyone who says man. A post-rock and roll fucking era. Those right. fucking beats are getting on my nerves. That quickly, you got it up. And yeah, I got it. It looks just as good as TV. It's great. Thanks, Internet. Um, we need a win against Japan after what they did to us in fucking World Cup. Don't let them fucking forget. No, never forget. Uh, Mona, Tacoma, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hello, boys. That blowhard, I tell you, the, the more I listen to him, he's just got to be the most cynical person in the world. I, something's going to happen to him, and it's not going to be pretty. Like really what? You're going to kill him? Well, no, not me. Oh. I mean, I'm just too happy to lucky, but I mean, he just, he's going to blow out an artery or something, and, you know, he's got to enjoy life a little bit more and just take a pill. And then what I'll hate is that hipsters will end up moving into his apartment afterwards. Well, and he's Wrong side of Brooklyn. Too far from the city. Yeah, he's crazy. Thanks, boys. Uh, thanks. I just think you got to be careful. Like, you want to like the past, but you can't want to go back there. You can't be one of those people who goes, music should have stopped in whatever year it <laughs> he was. He literally said, don't listen to new music, just listen to the old stuff. That's, that's fucking crazy. So he hates the music. That doesn't sound like the old stuff. And then when music does have a rock and roll tradition, he screams and says, you are uh, just stealing from the old stuff. <laughs> All right. That's it for us. Uh, the Roseanne Unmasked airs tomorrow. Your chance to win. Add a song to Chris Stanley's. Brooklyn hipster moved here. That's right. When you're so playlist. Just fucking add to the uh, playlist comments. Just the playlist comments, the thing that would actually work for them. That's right. You got to make it a fit song and make it fit in. Also, <laughs> new Dave Max. just add a song. Yeah, that's all. New Dave Max Sports Program on Riotcast.com. Is that tonight? Oh, we, we recorded last night. It's up now on the internets. What's this one about? We're talking Olympics. We're, talk we're talking little Eagles. Philadelphia or the band? Philadelphia, the sports team. Don't tell me that fucker's picking them again this year. No, he's not. He's Please not. don't let Jinxie pick them. <laughs> he's killed me. Because I'm thinking about picking them again. <sighs> I'm not going to say anything. I don't want to be a Jinx. Thank you. I, I'll just say, I don't know. I, yeah, they're a team in the NFL. <laughs> you guys ever drop my name at any time? Yeah, Ronnie B, baby. How about Saturday? You just fucking drop in. You know, Ronnie B said something funny the other day. Or maybe you guys go, you know what? I, who I like, Ronnie B. You know, you just. This is the fucking man, Ronnie B. Yeah, something like that would be great. All right. And I'll be like driving around with my new gal, and I'll be like, hey, they're talking <laughs> about me on the radio. This is embarrassing. Those fellas. This is what I got to put up with all the time. Fez has come up with a new kind of 3D where you actually feel like you're in the movie itself. So much that you begin crying. The only bad part is, when that movie ends, so does your interest in anything going on around you. That's fucking weird. That's it for us. Uh, if you're in...
Chicago. Make sure you check out the boys tomorrow. That's right. They're going to be lighting it up. 115 Bourbon Street. Center of the outside of Chicago area. <laughs> um, all right. That's it for us. See you guys in here tomorrow. Oh. Peace. And that's the end of my show. Donk. Tonight at 1 a.m. Eastern, mm. 11 p.m. Pacific. Predictably enough, the Opie and Anthony show is next on the Opie and Anthony channel.